Blog Talk Radio. show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the cricket show you can call us at 1-515-605-9850 or send us an email at the cricket show at comcast.com Set your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. I am Dennis Heath, sitting in the chair with Leon in the background. Uh, Pleasant good evening to you, Dennis, and to all your wonderful listeners around the world. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you, Leon. Hope all is well with you. Thank you very much. We hope the same for you. We are doing well this side of the... Indeed. Thank you. Can you kill my music there in the background, please? 
Okay. Thank you. That for you. Go right ahead. Thank you. Still playing in my headphone, please. Okay, go ahead, keep. I am, Dennis Heath, sitting in the chair. I know I have Leon in the background to accompany me, and I bear with you. Please bear with me. Today, Sunday, June 5th, 2022, the Cricket Show is dedicated in loving memory of Eunice Cassilia Francis, born January 14, 1943, died May 24th, 2022. Eunice was the wife and love of Leon Francis' life for 56 years. She was the most beautiful bride that Leon has ever seen. While her niece remembers Eunice, as the lady who made ordinary furniture look classic, and she was a true role model. I would be remiss if I failed to tell you that the Francis family has suffered a double blow this week. This past week, news came that Leon's niece has also passed away, two days after her aunt. May they both, aunt and niece, rest in peace. And Leon, we feel your pain, we understand your feeling, and we certainly are hoping that uh, you are managing to keep well at this moment. Yes, so. indeed. Thank you so much for that, Dennis. Just must say that it was a shock to us. Not only to, we knew that Eunice was suffering, and one day she will go to meet the Lord. But we were surprised about my niece, Lisa, Lisa Hughes, only 51 years old, I was told. And he passed on suddenly. But we, yesterday we had one of two services that was held in Crawfordville, Florida. And it was a magnificent turnout. The support was overwhelming. And the performances by Field Horn, my niece, and others, the speeches and the church all gave us such a warm welcome, and it was just one of the best homecomings. And I am so grateful for all the support that I've gotten. It's, it's, it's touching, and I... For one, knew that um, folks all over in England were, were watching live and in Santo Domingo, in the Caribbean, and so forth, they were watching. And I was pleased and real comforted with the amount of um, um, back, I mean, help that was given to me and the family during our time or so. The, body was laid in the church and folks were able to view it for an hour and then we went into a full hour and 15 minutes worth of service and it was outstanding the performances were top class the speeches were 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 coming from the heart and we sing some songs that really really brought brought tears to my eyes i tell you and I, i was happy but we have with us Audley, and I'm sure you'd want to say something to Audley. 
Yes, Audley, welcome to the Cricket Show. Another week we have you here with us to help entertain and inform our listening public. Come in, Brother Audley, and uh, you have the floor. Okay, so good afternoon to Dennis and good evening to Mr. Francis. Yes, sir. And good evening to the you. rest of our fellow panelists and uh, the listeners throughout the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. And yes, we are here for another cricket show. And as you have listened, uh, we are still reminiscing on uh, some of the events of the past week, and particularly yesterday, the homegoing ceremony for the late wife of Mr. Francis. And I have to say, unfortunately, um, because of work commitment, I could not have seen um, that um, it is video or um, whatever what was going on the Zoom. But um, it was on I, I'm, Facebook. I'm hope well, well, if it's still up on Facebook, and I can still get it, but I, I'm I, I wasn't aware of that. But then anyway, you know, because of the time of day, I I, I would never be able to I wouldn't have, I wasn't able to to do that mm. but hopefully it's somewhere in the archives where I can get it and to take a, a view of it. And of course, you know, our sympathies and our condolences still continuing out for the family, Mr Francis, his family, you know, the daughters and um all the rest of the families, extended family. And we know it's not an easy thing to lose a family member. And, uh, you know, not just a family member. Um, in Mr. Francis's case, we're talking about uh, being married for 50-odd years to the same person, right? And um, it, it's not easy. Uh, I, I, I mm-hmm. sent you a text yesterday. I wasn't yes. younger, but I don't know if you got it. And, yeah, you know, I just got to, it. Just, got just it last, a reminder. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a reminder to let you know that you know your your prayers and you know we, we we're still your armor bearer as you go through the time of mourning, of course. And and on the other hand, your your niece um, that passes, you know, just at the same time, dear. You know, it, it's not easy. It's not your brother's daughter, young, seemingly in the pink of health, fifty-one years old, she died. You know, suddenly like that, it's never easy. Death has never been an easy um, thing to handle, you know, because we know originally death was not in God's plan, but when 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 sin entered the world and um, then come forth death, and because of that, it's always something that even if the person lives, you know, to be 110, 120, Still, you know, once you're past, you know, we are saddened and uh, it's appropriate to have a time of mourning. So we are here for you and we are here with you. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Audley. And at this time, Leon normally does the put his priest robe on and give us a prayer. But today we'll tell Leon to stay in the background and we will simply pull up a prayer uh, uh, with acknowledgement to Gregory Coles. I will just read this generic. We cry for those left behind, for the lonely ones, the ones with emptiness in their hearts, 
We ask you to comfort them, bring peace and hope, and fill us with love, family, and belonging. We weep for the memory of those gone from our lives, memories that are beautiful and painful. We pray for your blessings and strength in the days ahead. Amen. Thank you. Amen. And Thank you so to much. cap that Very off, appropriate. we will, we will give. Because the Bible also tells us that we should rejoice with them that rejoice and weep with them that weep. Yes, sir. Right. We'll take two bars of this to just help us set the mood. How great thou art. Thank you. That was uh, our lovely lady, Susan Boyle, giving us a few bars of how great they are. We'll just do a quick opening show outline, and then we'll ask can, for the audience. Can, can, can I give you just a short outline Please. on Susan Boyle? Um, Go right maybe ahead. A minute. Okay. Um, when, when she appeared on Britain Has Talent, Simon and, and the rest of the crew they actually laughed at her. You know, she wasn't looking that good, you know, and looking one of the older ladies. And when they interviewed her and stuff, she said, you know, she, she never had a boyfriend. She had never been kissed and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it was funny, you know. But when she opened her mouth and they weren't 
all. And that lady today is a multi-millionaire. Her value, estimated value today, is at $40 million in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can come from a nowhere, mm-hmm. you can be laughed at, and become a multi-millionaire. That's Don't, a give up. St- Don't give That's up. That's a wonderful That's story, it. and she has the voice of an angel, if ever I've heard oh, an yeah. angel oh, sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, let's do a quick opening outline, and then Brother Hartley will give us the inside edge. So we're looking today to delve into the West Indies performance in the Netherlands. We'll look at the USA and Scotland and the United Arab Emirates in the Tri-Nation series. Then we have the test match, England and New Zealand and uh, Bangladesh India, New Zealand to visit the West Indies. That's an announcement. And we have the also another announcement from the ICC Women's T20 on the 19 Women's T20 World Cup. Uh, we have cricket obituaries that we will mention that is separate and uh, distinct from uh, our earlier opening. And we, if we have time, we look at the injury problems now facing England. And, of course, there's a South African young cricketer who's in an induced coma as a result of some uh, very unpleasant happenings in a public house. Thank you. That's the show outline that we hope to get and cover all of those. Brother Audley, let's have the inside edge. Before before we we, we go into that, uh, Dennis, can I just come in with something? Sure, really, really please. hot off the press because be our guest. during the course of the week, during the course of the week, David Hartford, an outstanding captain of Barbados and all-rounder for the West Indies, had passed on at the age of 82. Yes, okay. that might be thank you. something yes, thank of you. interest. Thank you for that, um, Leon. We had got a little line set to separated there for cricket obituary and we had hoped to cover those along with another one at that time but that's okay we've mm-hmm. got a head start on that one brother Audley, the floor is yours okay the inside edge for today um this is gonna take more like who am i this cricketer has the distinction of becoming the first cricketer to score 5,000 runs, 100 wickets, held 100 catches, received 100 caps in both ODIs and Test cricket. He also captained his countryside, and his Test average as a captain was 45.97, and as a regular player, he was 36.46, so he actually average higher as a captain uh, when he, he was playing his test cricket. And also, he is one of only three players. He was the second player to make a century against all 18 first-class counties in England. The first being Mark Rampakash, the third being Chris Adams, and the second is this gentleman. Anybody would like to a little guess? Who we're talking about. I guess that this is Virat Kohli. Uh, uh, no, 
Mr. Francis, you want to take a little guess? Give me that again. I, I was a little distracted. Yeah. He is the, the first the first player scored 5,000 runs, taken 100 wickets, 100 catches, and received 100 caps in both Test and ODI cricket. Uh, there's uh, mm-hmm. some years after Jack Callis um, equaled, you know, joined him. But as mm-hmm. he also captained his country, and his average as a captain was higher than when he was not. As a captain, he uh, he, he was averaging 45.97, and uh, as a non-captain, he was 36.46 in test and he is the second of only three players to have scored a century against all 18 first class country counties in England. Who am I? Is it? Okay, county. So he has to be an English player. <laughs> no, you have a lot of players overseas that play they, they in remember? Okay. Captain <laughs> Captain, but as as a captain. Okay. Can't Put All right, I won't wait until I like more. I, I just think I'll, I'll change treat. it up a little you bit. You give us three. On a, on All right, you want, you want to go three tries? make three tries? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the best. My memory cannot bring that back to me. I was, All right, I'm going to give you one clue. No, I'm going to give you one clue. One clue. He was considered a real batting stylist. I think you have a an stump there. An all-rounder. Yep, you stumped me. Oh, two strides down the wicket. <laughs> all right. I know that this sounds too good, but it's no other person than our very own Carl Hooper. Carl oh, Hooper, really? Oh, oh yeah. Yes, me. Carl Hooper. Yes, right. Carl we, Hooper. We have Dennis so. with us, too. We have, we have um, Jake him with us, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Yes, so well, that was Carl Hooper we're talking about. So that's a big inside edge. Yes, Mr. Carl yes. Hooper. One of only that's three to have scored a century against all the first-class English counties. Mm-hmm. Uh, English mm-hmm. counties, yep. And, um, yeah. Oh, yes, that is, that, yes, that is that's some news. There we got it. Start the inside edge. Like all right, well, we we'll take the opportunity to say a quick hello to Coach J. Tin before we uh, move on to the other items that we have lined up. Coach Jaitin, good afternoon and welcome to the Cricket Show. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, evening, sir. All right, thank you. Now, uh, following in Leon's footsteps here, uh, one and all, and uh, this time I know Leon would give us the sporting headlines from other sports other than cricket. So here we go. NBA final, the Celtics 120, Warriors 108. The Celtics lead the series 1 to zip. And game two is today, Sunday, June 5th at 8 p.m. In the women's NBA, Brittany Griner now able to answer emails from her Russian prison cells. Mm-hmm. Move on to soccer, where England lost 1 to 0 to Hungary in the UEFA Nations League. And the U.S. men's soccer team, they won 1-0 in a friendly match against Morocco. And they had a second friendly match scheduled for this afternoon against Uruguay. And that score currently in progress is zip 
near zero zero. And the U.S. men's team has a match schedule for uh, June the 10th, where they will play team from Grenada in the CONCACAF Nations League. In the November World Cup, USA in group play with England, Iran, Ukraine, or Wales. And in tennis, Coco Gauff lost her match in the final of the French Open women's section. And... Nadal won the men's final in that section. There's also a report circulating that Serena Williams not expected to play at Wimbledon this year due to a injury. So that's the roundup of the uh, uh, other sporting news. And can I give one footnote? Can I get one thank footnote you? to read the uh, NBA? I, I would appreciate that. Read. Go ahead. Yes, um, just to say that the the, um, Golden State Warriors, they were up big in the fourth quarter going in in that first game. And they were outscored 40 to 16 by by the Celtics. So so my friend Pete, uh, a big Miami Heat fan, you know, when I know, you know, the the Celtics came back and and beat us um, when the club back in the game. But um, and we lost. Um, because you know the Heat by four by four points in in when in game seven, but for that comeback, it is showing that the the, the Boston Celtic team are no fluke. You know they, they they are big guys. You know and size in size and stuff like that. And they are playing really good. So they came back in the fourth quarter, outscoring Golden State Warriors forty to sixteen to win by one twenty to one hundred eight. That's it. That was some feat. And Dennis, and Dennis go right ahead. Go Can I right just ahead. add something to what you said there? Because Thank you. The, the, the um, Celtics are notable for their wins away from home, and they have been mm-hmm. winning important games away. And that, that makes them one of the um, very they're difficult dangerous. teams to defeat. And they're dangerous. As already said, they have huge guys, and they are full of confidence. So don't be surprised if they take it all. But Warriors are uh, themselves. Warriors Champions, are the favorites, but uh, anything they have can been happen. There, yeah. And they have done that. So this is going to be a, a great team. Made a better team win. Right. And, of course, we're looking forward to Wimbledon about to start perhaps uh, in the next week or so, I would imagine. And uh, I know with Serena Williams being... Out. Of course, there's still speculation that she might decide to um, to enter, but as of now, apparently she does have uh, an injury that uh, she reported some time ago, and uh, that means that we won't see her. That was reported, but no, Dennis, she may. Can yes, I, go can right I suggest ahead. that we we, we 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 have the Walter Henry birthday anniversary at eight, and let Jason have his say. When he All comes right. on early, he has a hot date. All <laughs> right. He comes on to make sure we don't interrupt okay. that. All right, Brother Audley, with your permission. No problem. Uh, Co- no problem. Coach. No problem. That's mm. done. Coach Jason, mm. talk to us. Yes, I'm here. There's nothing much going on besides the USA is playing four different countries at the moment in uh, Houston. I think they are almost ready to wrap up the first series. 
There was the Scotland and UAE. Mm-hmm. There was the Triangle Series. The next one is about to start with the Oman and Nepal in USA. And they are scheduled to play six more games. It means each country will have two games against each other. So that's ongoing. Another news-wise is uh, USA is now automatically qualified for under-19 World Cup for the women. It's, uh, they are mm-hmm. trying to Good news. start, start mm-hmm. their first ever under-19 girls World Cup in South Africa. It is the new beginning. So they have included uh, 11 uh, full-time members and the USA as a 12th team. And the other four team has to go through the qualification, which is means they have to pre-qualify from a separate tournament. And the first World Cup will be 16-team format, two groups, eight each. So that will be the very good thing to see that the young girls going to have the first ever opportunity to showcase their talents at the world level. And this is uh, going forward as ICC is making such a real good initiatives which going to help a lot of new countries to be part of the game. So that is ongoing. Uh, besides that, uh, India is coming to West Indies, which is now confirmed. And then now looks like three days back, West Indies officially announced that series, including the two games in South Florida, but uh, we have not received any information about the tickets and uh, other situation for the game. I know the game going to start at 9.30, which is about 7 p.m. dinner time in India, and that is the reason they start early here to catch up with that prime time for the viewers who are going to see from South Asian countries. And that is the reason they usually like to go this game at 9.30 instead of normal time we see in U.S. is like 10.30, 11, something like that, you know. So that is what's going. Other than that, uh, I don't have much uh, information. We were uh, excited to see that. I think it might be coming to talk. It's about England beat New Zealand by five wickets. This morning, it was it was a very exciting to see the first two innings were collapsed on a low score, and all of a sudden things turn around as the game progresses. Which uh, I believe that these are the adjustment players are taking. They don't have enough time to do before the series starts. So this is how it happens. You are not get used to, and all of a sudden you make some uh, little errors and the link collapse, and after that you come back and put yourself with the test version. And that's a beautiful thing to see that uh, both innings, New Zealand second and England second, were like real test class cricket we can see. But the biggest thing I still a bit and love to see is the Stuart Broad and James Anderson. Hmm. I respect high to these two ballers for one reason. We all know that cricket has been distracted with the money and T20. These two gentlemen do not play T20. They only play for country. 
and they only play for the test and ODI, whatever the opportunity they get. So they they are basically a completely different individual in a modern cricket where they have respected the longer version of game and they still keep continue performing at this level. By the way, James Henderson is almost 40 years now, very soon in next mm-hmm. few months. And he's still uh, taking those wickets and it's uh, very hard to believe that he has not lost or weakened his uh, skills when he is bowling into. We also have seen lately a lot of bowlers around the world getting injured. They come at uh, quick bowlers or the medium-paced bowler, and we don't see the consistent performance because of that fitness level where these guys are maintaining their fitness. And if you look at combined together, it's like crazy numbers out there in terms of wickets. You know, this pair is going for a long time. Not sure when it's going to end, but at the moment, the way that James Anderson is bowling, I will not be surprised if he can carry on until 42 or 43. Coach, on that, uh, I, I, I hesitate to interrupt you there, but since we've opened this gate regarding the test match in England, I have, uh, you know, Anderson did take four for 66 in the first innings of New Zealand, and he had another two for 57 in the second, with uh, Broad one for 45 in the first, and three for 76 in the second. But, Coach, what, what puzzles me here is that this match, New Zealand scored 132 in the first, and England reply 141, New Zealand 285, and England then went on uh, to score 279 for five with, you know, uh, centuries by Root for England in the second and Mitchell for New Zealand. But my point here is that if you look at the level of the score, I think that uh, back in March, there were a couple of matches played in uh, Pakistan and I think it was uh, India. And in that match, the ICC referee, or in those two matches, ICC referees rated the pitch as below average because the pitch did not offer an even contest between bat and ball. So the second, you know, one of these matches finished in three days. The match in Pakistan, I remember both teams scored over 500 and 400 runs in, in one innings. Now, with this Test match, this first test match between England and New Zealand ending in three and one half days at such low score. Surely, if ICC is living up to its reputation, this pitch at Lord's should be rated below average because it did not give an equal contest between bat and ball. That is my take. Is it a case of um, what good for the goose is not good for the gander. Coach, what is your take on this? Well, first of all, this is the England and New Zealand involved, so there will not be an issue. Let's take it this way. Uh, number two, in my opinion, the ICC does not have a global standard or some kind of benchmark 
where what sort of pitch they need or what type of need or something like that. I'm talking in terms of the performance, right? So we have seen a different uh, situation. When the scores are low, they call it pitch or is not right. If the pitch doesn't give any offer to ballers, they also call it pitch is not right. So what we did basically, we don't know. In the past, they normally used to declare unplayable wickets in the situation where the bounce is uneven, let's say, or it's more dangerous for the players to bat on. Those are the situations they used to call it off and they say pitch is not right. But lately... I will say we have a different reason, different variety of complaints or critics about the cricket pitches. And it, it, it can keep continue. Depends on where they're playing, how the match folds up. But in this particular game, I don't see any complaint because the pitch was uh, behaving very good, actually. But, but coach, the first coach. innings fold up and quickly because the, all of them are trying to settle down into no. the test mode. And by the time they settled down, they lost the wickets. So that, that's happened. But immediately, if you look at uh, day two and three, the pitch was playing well. It was all well, they had to do is put the head in, and they did it. Coach, I, you know, I, I, I have to disagree with you on that one. But before I do so, let's welcome Virgil. Virgil, welcome. Good evening, and welcome to the show this week. How are you, Virgil? And uh, do you care to... Um, Joining, yeah, I'm fine. And good evening to all the panelists, and good evening to all the listeners. If I'm going to join in now, I'm totally agree with with what Mr. Patel is saying. I'm totally agreeing with that because most nobody wants to give credit, especially when ball is swinging. A lot of batman can't, but I don't care if the ball coming straight on, straight on, on you, you stop there, you make 300, 400, 500 runs. And if ball is swinging, nothing is wrong with the pitch. The bowler is doing. A good job and we have to give credit when things like that happen so i wouldn't say nothing is wrong with the pitch i totally agree with, with, with what mr patel is saying but don't you think that this is a double standard uh, virgil the same in pakistan where the team scored 500 and 400 and so on in two innings the teams were scoring very well Yet that pitch was declared below average. And we saw the same thing, I think it was in <laughs> India. We saw things happening. And the ICC referees turned around and declared those two pitches below average. I saw nothing wrong because runs were scored. But now you're telling me that because it's being held in England at Lord's, they refused, you know, it's a double standard, clear and simple. That I, is my take. I think, I, I think those people that need that, that grading those pitch need to be fine. <laughs> I, I will say. Like everybody needs, everybody needs, like, the, <laughs> they like when a Batman go, if, I mean, if you make 500 runs and they're complaining, and then you're out of sight for that amount of runs, I believe you, I think these guys need to be, these, these guys who match record what they need to be fine. Oddly? <laughs> we don't know the standard. Yes. But but okay. when the India got all out for 36, did anyone say it about pitch? No. No. <laughs> and and now when you say below the average, can someone ask ICC What's and the get the what is the average or what is the benchmark they're looking for? And after Whoa. you get that point, think about how many games they criticize the pitch about what, with what standard. 
and that this is a huge problem everywhere you go different country different way don't understand it declare like a below the average we need to know what is the average that's why i call it out um oddly sorry you had uh, something to yes, add yes uh, yeah it, it, I, I maybe, like... it looks like a different country has yeah. a different average how about that <laughs> oddly, right right that, that, that that's a that's a fact that's that that's undisputed um uh, made made this statement before that you know it's india that it's england and new zealand so he's not expecting the anything from that but so uh, I, the whole thing about it the whole is double standard the whole thing about mm-hmm. it is that those that they are calling below average should not have been labeled below average because right. it, um you you're going to have sides like for instance in this test match with india with with star new zealand and england now both sides were shut out for for small scores in in the first inning both sides and the second time around um new zealand they were struggling at 50 out of 4 and then this partnership for almost 200 you know brought them back into the game 240 out of 230 out for those four and then this 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 collapse happened and um you know even england even got even got a team hat trick one the bowler got the first one and they had a run out and then the bowler again you know bowled off some to the team hat trick but um and then england fought back you know <laughs> as a matter of fact it, it, it was because the roots stood resolute you know and it's good maybe the, some of the pressures of well he was scoring you know uh, prolifically even when he was captain but um with even more pressure off him he, you know he stayed there and he, he scored a century he, he helped to um and um also the, the, the new captain he he made 50 out in his first first time captain in the england side and eventually they stayed there because time was not the essence right there there were a lot of time so they they didn't have to be in a rush to play their strokes and and try to get the runs and eventually they they, they won by five wickets so it was equal opportunity there's nothing there's nothing that i think should be reported about this pick just like how i don't think there should have been any report in the the, the previous two that you made reference to thank you thank Matthew. you my point made my point made coach sorry we interrupted you did you want to continue no i'm done i don't have anything yes. else to talk about okay. you guys have anything no all right thanks so england won that one and draw first blood as the saying goes with the second test uh, due to uh, commence and the 10th of uh, the 10th of uh, june does anyone think that uh, new zealand will be turn this around in the next one or is it too early to call well you know you know cricket your guess i got it go ahead playing in england so i doubt it Right, your uh, guess is as good as mine when it comes to cricket, you know, because it, it, it's such a, a game of uncertainty. Because one one man will come in and and um, blow aside away seven, eight wickets, and the next and the next innings he, he can't buy one, <laughs> you know. Um, but what, we noticed that this um, this guy Jameson for 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 New Zealand, this young giant, he continued to to pick up wickets, man, you know, um, in in. <laughs> in England's 141 he, he he picked up um he picked up two, two and i think 20. in the second innings he also he, yeah he also picked up two 
Four. In, in, in the second. In four in the four second percent, in, uh, overall. Four, four yes. for 79 yeah, in the second. Yeah, he picks up four. Mm-hmm. Right. So in all, he got six wickets. Yep. Uh, so that, that, that's good. That's good, you know. Um, and he's very young, very tall, and he he's given every side that he has played against so far uh, all the batsmen trouble. And so he, he's one for the future, and he's going to be around for a long time, should he not suffer any, any injuries, back injuries, and mm-hmm. yes, arm signatures or better. Yes. All right. Thank you. Okay. Since we're dis- and, um, Dennis, Dennis can ahead, I just yeah. come in with a little, sure. yes. little piece here? Because it's yes. important to note that um, mm-hmm. Root has now joined the club of the 10,000 10, clubs. Yes. yes, and that is a significant and something important that he has said in his uh, remarks today is that it, it was difficult for him to captain. It makes him fit. You see, it has some effect. So not, not every cricketer can manage being a captain okay. and produce. So, but as a, 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 a batsman, he has performed... Um, significantly well today and just hope that he continues and it's also good to note the young Potts Potts, I think he plays for Durham he is came in and had a wonderful wonderful test match he was swinging the ball like 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 um, like Anderson like oh no like like Virgil man Virgil (laughs) 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 <laughs> yes. But, 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 <laughs> I'm no, listen, yes. most of them guys that swing the ball, the ball sometimes doesn't even touch the pitch. So when the car pitch <laughs> unfit, it's a left hand and you swing the ball, sometimes they cut the ball outside, they have some of the ball swing. I'm most like a mm. yaka length and bowl you down. So what would they call that? They can't say nothing about the pitch or something like that, man. I mean, we, we just got to go out and play cricket. And, and as long as you have a lot of left hand on the ball, especially in England right now when they're swinging the ball, you're going to have a lot of problems. <clears throat> I think Leon was quite adept at pointing out the, the contribution from uh, Potts because in the first innings, he took four for 13. And in, that's in the New Zealand first innings. And in the second innings for New Zealand, he took three for 55. So we cannot overlook his contribution in this particular match. He did very well. And again... Sorry, before sorry? you guys say this, right? I, I was mm-hmm. sorry. I, I was going to ask you guys if there was a left-hander. But when, when it's no scoring, I was going to ask if the left-hander was on the uh, left-hander bowler was there because that's normally what happens, especially over there with the ball swinging. That's mm-hmm. where you get out of a lot of left-handers. So I don't. I, I think uh, you know something. We got. Well, I don't think Pat is a left-hander though. I don't think he's a left-hander. Okay. I saw him. But over there, he was right. swinging a lot of balls. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> And, of course, as Leon pointed out, Joe Root's achievement, I, I can't say that anyone is surprised because he has shown that he has that ability for a long, long time ago when he was uh, knocking back those centuries week after week in, in matches. So we can't say we're surprised. He, he, he's done very oh, well, no. and congrats, oh, no. congratulations to him. Virat Kohli would like to buy that one from him. He hasn't scored an international century from 2019. I know we had COVID interruption, but, but it, it's been a while from November 2019. No international century in, in any format. Okay, Leon, you had a point? Dennis, 
Allow me yes, to Leo. add something because I'd like to ask um, Jaitin. Can Dalka <laughs> too had the captaincy and he gave it up. Um, and to ask him how was um, Tendulkar's um, performance after he did give up the captaincy? I was ready to talk on this. We have 14 players so far who did the 10,000 club today with the Joe Root. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that list who are in that club of 10,000 runs, I think besides Ricky Ponting and Steve Waugh, most of the other players do not have that uh, great success as a captain. I mean, mm. everyone was tried. If you look at that list, I think everyone had an opportunity to be a national captain. If you take the West Indies the list, I think Brian Lara and Chandra Paul both are there, and both were mm. one-point captain but did not succeed well compared to same country has produced better captains who has scored less than them. For like West Indies, if you say Brian Lara and Chandra Paul, then there are uh, captains like uh, Clive Lloyd, who did not reach 10,000 club, but has a better performance. Same thing India. If you count like uh, Tendulkar is there, I know Dravid is there, Gavaskar is there. But look at that. Dhoni and uh, Ganguly type of player has uh, done well as a captain, including Kapil Dev, and uh, did not go well. Same thing with uh, Pakistan and Lee. I think it's only Yunis Khan is there. But if you compare, they had a better players who did not score 10,000, but better captain. The bottom line, if you look at it, when we say average, the good batsman cannot be a good leader. That is the outcome. Because out of 14, none of them has been ranked as the most successful captain of their national side. So that clearly tells that the leadership and captaining a side is a completely different business than what they carry as a skill set to score these runs at the highest level. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. And uh, in the same what? one, is a Leon Tanser is a very simple... Tendulkar was doing so-so, let's say. All of a sudden, he mm. got a captainship ship, and then he got some uh, stress-out situation. And as soon as he realized this uh, game psychology, which is coming from off-the-field situation, which was impacting his own performance on the field, and if you do analyze, actually he did well after he gave up the captainship. Same thing mm-hmm. with the Joe Root. Let's take it last uh, two years, I will say, under Corona. Joe Root was down as a leader. And all of a sudden, he gave up the captaincy. And look at Pressure is gone. He is without, uh, he's playing without stress. Look at the performance. Well, uh, Jensen, um, if you had joined earlier, you would have heard one exception. We have... Carl Hooper, captain the West Indies for about 22 test matches, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm right. And he, he was one of those guys that his average went up um, when he captained the side uh, in, in yeah, yeah. comparison to when he, he was not captain. Thank you. So there are not many like a players who has uh, done better as a captain than a normal player. You see the majority of the players is a turn around the table other side. Once they are not captains, they are performing freely and they are playing stress-free and you can look at the performance. Mm-hmm. It always goes up. That's the kind of average. If you look at 10 players, I will say you're going to find nine 
who can do better without captaincy and maybe a one who is good at to take care of the stress and play as a captain but what uh, may, may i say uh, what i noticed though when the captain is a bowler is not a, like a a, a a recognized batsman he does better as a bowler a bob willis a, a, a courtney walsh guys like those because after walsh became the captain man he he was even more you know bowling down sides and and stuff like that you know so when when you have a a, a bowler that's not necessarily a batsman and and he captain the side you find that that he he, he does very well his average everything would go up when 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 he because it's like he carried a team on his, on his shoulder there's absolutely those. good point on that when you have the bowler as a captain and bowling all-rounder as a captain, they have better success than just batsmen. It's grown. You can take it uh, Hadley from New Zealand, take it Kapil Dev from India, Imran Khan from the Pakistan, you can take mm-hmm. Arjun Rantunga from the Sri Lanka. Even your West Indies side has a plenty of all-rounders, right? If you look at, like, some of them has done really well, even they are just bowlers. And same thing with the England. So if you look at the overall, I believe the stress of captainship is coming in a performance when you are going to score runs. I haven't seen the similar pressure for the ballers when they are bowling against the opponent. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and where Courtney Walsh is concerned, you know, he he was older, older when he was the captain more experienced, but from his young days, he was always, they, they, they work hard. So being, when he became the captain, he was the, the, the now seasoned uh, work horse, and he, he carries the team on his shoulder. In comparison, um, in his young, younger days, he got very little fibers because he was coming on foot change and stuff like that. And in the latter part, you know, when he became captain and just before, you know, he, he starts to pick up a lot of fibers, you know, a lot of fiber-get hauls and, and stuff like that. So that's how it works sometimes. Right. Since we're, we're talking about test match, I, I might as well bring this point up, which is England in injury problems again. And this is, if we remember recently, Jack Leach was being uh, branded as the savior for uh, the England team. But mm-hmm. today, you know that England's Jack Leach was withdrawn from the opening test match at Lord's. He dived into the outfield. And how many times we're watching the match and we see these guys chase the ball and, you know, give them credit. They really throw themselves mm-hmm. at the ball. But Jack Leach dived into the outfield to stop a possible boundary in the sixth over of this test match that just concluded. Mm. He successfully stopped the ball but landed heavily in the process, appearing to fall on his head. And the photograph I seen shows that uh, it wasn't that pretty. After concussion and other medical checks, he was withdrawn from the match. So Leach will be out on medical watch for the next seven days. Of course, the interesting point there, not only that uh, Leach was injured, but that a replacement player, Matt Parkinson was called up to replace Leach. So even though Leach had started and played six overs, Matt Parkinson came in and was able to participate fully in the current match. I think there is a, an agreement with the concussion. The, the, the concussion. concussion. 
Right. That, the world, you know, the ICC, ICC has changed the concussion laws for last four years. Now, if the player is ruled out officially as a concussion, the team can take any player as a replacement, and that so player not to can be, likewise be a few players like just that. like that original player. So means he can bat, ball, and field. Clarified. The, 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 just made the, the point. Yeah, Audley just made that point. Go ahead, Audley. I was about to follow up on that. Go ahead. Yeah, because I know, I know in a case like a, like a batsman or an off spinner or, you know, such like all rounder, it used to be a case that you have to bring in someone with a likeness. You, you replace yeah. it with an off spinner or a leg spinner, as the case may yes. be. Is no, that, that is the recommendation. That is the recommendation. That's a like recommendation. If the batsman is injured, you can replace mm-hmm. with the batsman. But there is an option legally, as per the laws, you can take any player from that extra players you have to replace. Or I, I you can pick somebody I, from I, outside. I, I was not aware so of that. that's how it happened. No, but the thing is, I can tell you why. A lot of teams will not entertain that optional rule. reason for it is very simple. If you look at the most of the international teams, they go as a proper combination, let's say. One wicketkeeper, five batsmen, maybe one batting all-rounder, maybe two bowling all-rounder, and maybe two or three ballers. So what happens, you have a too tight combination. You don't want to mess it up. So let's say batsman is injured. What is the point of bringing a seventh baller? He's not going to help the side. Same thing with the mm-hmm. ballers. So what typically we have seen so far under the concussion protocol or procedure, we normally see batsman to batsman, all-rounder to all-rounder, and baller to baller. It makes more sense to keep up with the same combination where they started the game. So I, I, in, in my reading on this, Coach, I think they specifically said uh, exactly what Audley said, that the agreement was for likeness. In other words, player likeness. If you're taking a batsman out, then you had to bring in a batsman and so on. And so a player like Jack Leach had to be brought into the side. At any rate, it's perhaps, you know, trying to split hair, I suppose, in that regard. But if we... If if we um, we have two minutes, and I don't think I want to um, interrupt the other segment, so why don't we ask um, Jay, uh, Audley to uh, do the Walter Henry birthday hour starting now? All right. So you're gonna play a little more music, or should I go ahead? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Mm. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's the time of the evening when we take a look in the cricket and paternity. We say happy birthday, happy anniversary, and other little things here. And it's the time when you can also call in 515-605-9850. 515 
605-9850. You can call in. Say happy birthday. Just give us a call. Hey, I'm listening and, you know, just want to give you a call. And, um, yep, and going to be going through the birthdays and the anniversary, of course. Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. And as we go, an occasional footnote. Okay, today is the 5th of June. Uh, I'll just go back to yesterday for just a little bit. Yesterday I gave that one uh, ball of the century. You know who bowled that ball of the century? Everybody should know. Shane Warne. Ball of the century was bowled by Shane Warne to Mike Gatting of England, of course, back in 1993. And uh, you guys must have seen that one on YouTube or somewhere, um, how far that ball came in from the leg side and, you know, bowled, I think it's off stump by the about ball of the century. Okay, so today the 5th of June. So we have the birthday of Mr. Merv Dillon from Trinidad Tobago. Lanced here from um, Trinidad Tobago. It's everybody from Trinidad Tobago. Richard Gabriel and Emmanuel Let, all from Trinidad and Tobago. And um, Ronald Reagan died this day back in 2004. Instead of said poor Ronald Reagan, President Ronald Reagan, 2004, he died back on the 5th of June. Okay, Sid Barnes and Claude Jennings and Andrew McDonald, all from Australia. Jack Robinson and Kelly Seymour from South Africa. Eric Hollis and Brian Johnston, the, the cricket commentator from England, was born on the 6th. On the 5th of June also, Amber Roy from India, Fraser Watts from Scotland, Mission Silva from Sri Lanka, Arif Khan from Afghanistan, and Javid Iqbal from Bahrain, from Belgium, sorry, from Belgium. For the 7th, no, the 6th of August, yes, that was, that's the anniversary of Brian Lara making that epic 501 for Warwickshire against Durham. Yes, and that happened in 1994. And it's the birthday of Ryan Brathwaite, you know, the uh, Barbados sprinter, the one-day 110 meters hurdles back um, one of those Olympics. And uh, it's also the birthday of Mr. Junior Reed out of Jamaica, Mr. One Blood, One Blood, Junior Reed. Asif Iqbal, uh, we have Ashraf Ahmed, Tahir Nasash, Mohammed Ifram, and um, Alan Deere is the umpire that holds the, whole, the, the world record for officiating most test matches. Presently, he stands at 129. Next to him is the retired um, umpire from the West Indies here. I forget his name right now from Jamaica. Um, so all those are from Pakistan. Tunisia. Then, Miss... Good, thanks. Like one? Like one? Okay. England, we have Robert, Robert Burrows and Mike Gatton. We just spoke about Mike Gatton receiving the ball of the center from um, Shane Warne. And Frank Tyson also will be celebrating. Sonil Joshi and Mr. Rahani from India. Tiger Lance from South Africa, Sohil Butt from United Arab Emirates, Dewal Nell from Scotland.
Cotton, Karen Young from Ireland, Prior Jones from the West Indies, Trinidad and Tobago, and Andy Poycraft, umpire out of Zimbabwe. For the seventh vice president, former vice president Mike Pence will be celebrating his birthday then. And basketball player Alan Iverson, Alan Iverson will be celebrating also on the seventh. Carl Nunes from Jamaica, Marlon Black from Trinidad and Tobago. And we have Timo Mohammed and Raldaf Donras from Guyana, both from Guyana, um, celebrate that day. Myrtle Edwards and Olive Whitmount from uh, Australia, Ian, Ian Lagat and Shane Bond from New Zealand. And we have Neil Redford and Helen Pilmer from England. For the 8th of June, we have Ivor's friend, Austin Williams, will be celebrating his birthday, Austin Williams, and also along with rapper Kanye West. Kanye West will be celebrating on the 8th, of course, and the late comedian John Rivers. She was born in 1983, of course. She left us 2014, John Rivers. So we go to cricket, Leslie Townsend from England, along with Ray Ellenworth, former captain Derek Underwood. And we go to India, Sahidnya Ali. Um, from the Netherlands, we have Lottie Eggins. From New Zealand, Guy Overton. And, and from South Africa, Archibald Palm, Fred Suskind. Uh, from Australia, Richie Robinson. And we move on to the ninth. Um, Haney Knight. That is my grandniece. My grandniece, Haney Knight. She's right here in Connecticut. She'll be celebrating on the ninth. And uh, Ivan internationally renowned. Evangelist, big preacher, Bishop T.D. Jakes, will be celebrating also on that day, the 9th of June. From when it comes to cricket also, Lynette's daughter, Samantha, Lynette's daughter, Samantha, will be celebrating mm-hmm. on the 9th also. So happy birthday to you, Samantha, when it comes. So back to cricket, Andrew Simons, who left us just recently, Andrew Simons from Australia. He died in a car crash, 14th of May. Um, he would have been celebrating his birthday on this day, on the 9th of June. Michael Taylor, Leslie Johnson, fem- Leslie Johnson, and female cricketer. Michael Beer and oh. Harry Alexander, all from Australia. Grant Peterson, Brian Stern, and Ma- from Zimbabwe. Dale Breckenstein from South Africa. Charlie Styers from Guyana, West Indies. Ian Phillips from Scotland. Usman Asville from England. And for the 10th, young Obama, Sasha Obama, will be turning 21 years old, believe it or not. When President Obama became president, she was a little baby. And now on the 10th, she will turned 21 years old, believe it or not. Okay, and Donna's granddaughter, Donna's granddaughter will, will be celebrating also 
which was born 2018. Maxi Priest, international reggae artist, will be celebrating his birthday also. And uh, Ray Charles died on this day. Ray Charles, yes, 2004 he left us on this date. Yep. And also Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey died the 10th of June, 1940. 10th of June, 1940. Okay, so we have Peter Stardom, Abel Merkel, David Miller, Dane Van Villas, all from South Africa. Rudy Webster from Barb... Oh, he was born in Barbados, but he played um, for Scotland. And Nick Dyer. Ian Blackwell from England. And we have Floris Jensen from the Netherlands. And it's also the anniversary uh, when Tino became the best. Tino Best scoring 95 runs against England, batting at number 11. And um, he put on 143 runs with Ramdin. And that was the record until um, Ashton Agar from Australia but not number 11, made 98. So Tino became second best to Ashton mm-hmm. Eager. Um, also, um, Emma's friend, Margaret, Margaret Southwell in St. Croix, will be celebrating his birthday. Emma's friend, Margaret Southwell in St. Croix. Finally, for the 11th, that Saturday. Oh, boy, how can I say this? It would have been the anniversary to the Mr. and Mrs. Francis. It would have been the anniversary. Mr. Francis, I know it's going to be hard on you, but it would have been the anniversary. Um, let me be very soft with that one. Okay. Uh, Janet Maitland, also uh, David's wife, will be celebrating a birthday, David Maitland's wife would be selling a birthday on that day, the 11th of June also. And John Wayne died on that date back in 1979. Timothy McVeigh was executed 2001 for that Oklahoma bombing that then was the worst domestic terrorist um, uh, attack. I think 168 people died in in the bombing of that building. So back to cricket, Collis King from Barbados and Sabrina Monroe from Guyana, female cricketer, of course. Mark Richardson, Dial Tuffy, and Michelle Colligan from New Zealand. Murali De Silva from Sri Lanka. Henry Williams and Dean Elgar from South Africa. John Dyson from Australia. Rachel Hiho Flynn from England, former captain. And Fazel R. Roman from Pakistan. That's all I have here. Um, Back to you, Dennis. Thank you. I have no anniversaries or birthdays in the next seven days, so I will ask Leon and Virgil to come on in. Yeah, um, I don't have none none this week. Okay. Leon, anything? Dennis. Yes. yes, indeed. I, I just want to just take time out to thank all who have sent a message of condolences to us and those who have phoned and sent texts and in any way help us through our times of sorrow. 
We are really, really overwhelmed with the amount of, of messages received over the past week, and it really uplifted us um, and fulfilled our, you know, overwhelmed us. And as a matter of fact, it was over our expectation, and we thank each and every one of you who sent calls or written, sent gifts, bouquets, uh, and the works. And um, we had one of two services, which, which we had planned. The, one, the first one took place on Saturday, the 4th of June, and um, it was well attended. Just around 100 folks attended the service, and uh, we had a wonderful time. And, and we had a rendition from Fiol, who sings Go Light Your World. And she was at her best. And we had my daughter who gave an eulogy. And, um, of course, other folks spoke. And the singing was beautiful. The camaraderie was out of this world. And I tell you, I just joined that church, the United Methodist Church in Crawfordville, about three weeks ago. And the turnout, in my view, was was out of this world. I couldn't expect it better. And the gifts and privilege that was, were afforded to me to have the services in that church was overwhelming. We thank each and every one of you. And uh, just want to let you know that the next services, the memorial service, will be held at Christ Fellowship Church. That is in um, 8900 Southwest 168th Street, Miami, Florida, on July the 2nd, starting at 11 o'clock. And uh, for those who did not have an opportunity to hear the service on Saturday, it, was, it is live on the United Methodist Church's web page. And I've uh, gotten reviews from, from folks as far as England, in the Santa Domingo the Caribbean, and all over America and, and Canada. So it was overwhelmed the number of uh, messages received, and thank you for a wonderful service. And uh, the minister, pastor, he was at his best as well. And um, all I can say, thanks, thanks, thanks. And uh, when we heard, I think Phil was at her best, it brought tears to my eyes, and I'm so overwhelmed with it. I hope she can repeat it when we go down to Miami again for the second service. So thanks, thanks, and thanks to the cricket show. We also want to thank the, the Caribbean Global Voices for their promotion and the announcement, and they devoted an hour when she, it was announced that she passed, and we thank, and I'll have to thank Dennis, too, for publicizing and telling the folks, bring them up to date as to what happening with regards to her services and the condolences that were sent to the many folks around the world. So again, heartfelt thanks. And I, 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 right now, I, I, I can't believe I'm without a wife, but God knows. It's, it's hard to, sometimes I think, I look around to see she's sitting there in the chair in the night, I put it across my hands to make sure that she, she's there in the bed, knowing 
only to wake up to know that she's not there. But she has gone to a better place, and someday we too will join her. So that's it. Thank Again, you, back over to you. Thank you, Leon, and I heartily endorsed what you said about the ceremony on, on Saturday. I was fortunate enough to, um, you know, participate in uh, via the uh, website, and I endorsed heartily what you have just said. Oddly, we wrapped up that. We're finished here. Okay. So, so um, yeah, I have, uh, yeah, I have, I have two. I have mm-hmm. a, um, I, I missed one last week. My, my, my friend, a good buddy, Jamar, Jamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. He had, he celebrated on, on the 30th. And I totally missed, totally missed that on 30th of March. And um, not March, 30th of May. Mm-hmm. And June, um, today, we're having, uh, I have two, Hercule Rapsat. He's up there in Georgia. Happy birthday to you, Hercule. And Orlean Campbell, she's in Florida. So those are my two birthdays for today. Okay. okay. Uh, no? and, and I did, I did, I did um, already, you know, um, read the one for my, my grandniece who is celebrating sometime in, in the week. Okay. Right, so... That's it. So for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour, just before I close out, I just want to say thanks to all the folks that have been listening um, in Asia, in, in, the, the, um, in Europe, in the Caribbean, and in the U.S. of A. We just want each one to tell one and let them know that we are here on Sundays, each Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m., on blogtalkradio.com slash the cricket show and you can always go in the archives and listen to the program at your own leisure so this has been the walter henry birthday and anniversary hour join us next sunday god willing when we'll do it all over again the walter henry birthday and anniversary hour back to you dennis okay let's have a few bars of happy birthday before we proceed
And I think here we will get at the West Indies in Netherlands. Now, we are aware that the series has been completed, and uh, the West Indies took the series three to zip. However, there's a point that Audley raised earlier, and that was uh, regarding the performance of captains. You know, when they're appointed captains, they somehow, some people at any rate, seem to... um, not succeed at uh, doing captaincy and scoring runs at the same time. And i not criticizing Nicholas Poran, but just wanted to um, point out that in this first series, uh, he was not able to produce, not to say the team didn't do well under his leadership, simply pointing out that uh, he wasn't able to produce in the first three matches. But the West Indies did very well having won the first of the three series, 249 to 240, uh, with Shy Hope, but a beautiful 119, Brooks 60, King 58. And uh, in the second match, Netherlands 214, West Indies 217 for five, with again King 91, Carty 43, Mayors 22, Hope 18, Bonner 15. And the third match, we had West Indies 308 with Mayors a magnificent 120, Brooks 101, Hope 24. And, of course, in the bowling department, we had Hussein in the first match with his 2 for 29, Mayors 2 for 50, and in the second match we had Hossein 4 for 39, Joseph 2, Phillips 1 for 33, and in the final match again Hossein 2 for 52, Lewis 3 for 67, and Walsh 2 for 54. Now, overall, I have to say I liked what I saw. I liked the way the... uh, things were handled and my only um, one observation I think that is interesting is that sure Lewis in this final match Lewis tended to in his opening spell at any rate his opening two overs he tended to try a little too hard to bowl fast and quick and therefore he was not effective Later on, he somehow, I'm not sure if someone spoke to him, but he changed his approach and his attack, and there he was successful. But I certainly like what I saw. This is the first time I'm seeing him actually perform, and I like what I've seen. And I think that uh, eventually it looks as if we're grooming a nice uh, player, a player of some quality, that will certainly help the West Indies. The other point before I um, ask for a comment is the situation with Powell and Shepard. Uh, the Cricket West Indies had released a statement to say that they were unable to uh, complete the 
visa application in time, and so they could not participate in the Holland tournament because they came back from India, I think, about within a day or so of the tournament starting in Holland, and their visa application was not uh, completed, so they had to miss those series. So obviously, with the performance and the success at the current team, it leads one to wonder if Shepard and Powell will get a look in when the West Indies get to Pakistan next week. Well, in, on the 8th. The floor is open, Audley, Leon, yeah. Virgil. Yeah, let me, let me come in before. Yes. The point about Powell and the other player who was left back. Shepard. 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 Mm-hmm. But Alzari Joseph took part in the finals. And these players were before the finals, right? So why, some, some, something is wrong because Alzari was able to play in the finals and was in the celebration for the last day of the tournament. And these players were out before. So somebody had to be blamed for that. I guess the players themselves. That's my point. I guess guess the players themselves. Yes. I guess the players themselves. Because players uh, themselves, do they do? Are they the ones who do it? Well, they had to. Did they did did they did they get back home on time? to the relevant uh, uh, authorities to start the application for the visa to go to the Netherlands. Because as you pointed out, their teams, their teams exit b- before the finals. And, and mm-hmm. Alzar Joseph was there for the celebration for the finals. And yet, yet um, he played. Did Joseph, and Joseph played within the Netherlands. Right. Yeah. So, so how come those players um, did not get back in time to to get their visa application and stuff processed. Well, that's we what I get, want to find out why. We we didn't get Who an explanation. We didn't get an explanation for it, but uh, it obviously had to do with the timings that they got back to London. They had to travel from India to London, mm-hmm. and I presume that obviously they may not have been on the same flight as Alzari. Mm-hmm. And consequently, when they got to uh, the UK, their application, they had to be interviewed. And it is quite likely that the interviewer did not have an appointment time available for them. Uh, that's it. I'm only speculating here. I'm not making yeah, a yeah, definitive yeah. statement. But it's very likely that that's what happened because they had to apply let, once they let, also let, go ahead. Let, sorry, let, let go ahead. me go because I'm, 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 I'm not covering for nobody. This is totally <laughs> foolish. Now, if Azari Joseph is in the final, these guys finish before the final. The management of where these guys do not go to embassy to look their passport. When they come to the airport, they do not stamp their passport. The, 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 the management take all the passports, and these guys will walk straight through. They, they're the ones that stamp their, take the passport and stamp it. Somebody in management... Get it stamped. Somebody no, in management... No. Whatever, these are the guys supposed to get the passport from these guys, wherever these guys are, get wait, the passport wait. and take it where they're supposed to take it. Because if Virgil. the guy in the final, if the guy in the final can have his passport stamp, something is wrong with the management company, it's not the players. I would yeah, not Virgil. blame the players for this. But, yes, sir. Virgil, 
I think you're, um, you're, you're forgetting that these guys had to travel from, Pakistan, from India via London. Yes. And then when they got to London, they had to apply for the visa. The question I ask, and you're probably right, is that on their way out to India, maybe that was the time they should have applied for a visa to enter no, no, that is management job for to apply for whatever visa, not the players. You see when this guy is going to India, if this guy is in the visa, whoever the management, whoever the agent is, these, the agent is what do that for them, not these guys go on their own. So yeah, but any blame inside of this is management. Management is the one that dropped the ball on these guys. Because but, management, if you know you have 17 guys in the team, you're supposed to know you got to get this from them, you got to get that from them, you got to get every single thing from them. Not these guys doing them, go to the embassy themselves. These guys, especially now, no one person going to embassy is a bunch of passport. These guys taking one but, person taking that thing to the embassy. Not these guys going individual. Virgil. Um, my point here is that these guys had to travel to London first. Remember, yes. the yes. team was already, when they got to London, the team and management were already practicing in... Uh, okay, where, in, was, where in, was Azari Joseph? Well, the question is, was Azari Joseph able to fly directly from India to the Netherlands? Or did he come in the same route as, you know, Shepard and things? There are a lot um, of questions still, still to be yeah, answered. Well, I, I have a question. All yeah. the blame coming on the management. Now, care how you put it, the blame hmm. have to lie on the management. You can't blame the, nobody as the management. Management well, dropping the ball too much. They're supposed yeah, to know just, exactly where these guys are. First of all, they have to know where these guys are, what they want, what, what they need from these guys to do whatever they do. So, okay, Suppo- let, me, let me go back to you now. Suppose mm-hmm. half of the team was still in India with those two other guys, and you only have six guys in Neverland. How would you play team? But uh, that didn't so occur. Um, uh, no, if half no, of these uh, guys was on the team, the last, yes, the that's, last that's, team. That's that hypothetical. Yeah. yeah, but, but I mean, uh, uh, Virgin, Virgin. Uh, all right, go ahead. You, you go made ahead. the point. Let, 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 let me say what okay. I'm going to say now. It, is that... Oh, oh my thing... Oh, my thing... Had, sorry, my thing went haywire here. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that... Is that um, as I made a point before, their team exited the tournament before Azari Joseph's team, right? Before Azari's right. team. Mm-hmm. And yet Azari was able to make it back on time. So what I'm saying... Is there not a flight or some flight from India going to England every day or going some part in London every day, wherever they're going to fly to in England? Is, is not there a flight? So, therefore, how come they weren't able to make it back on time? Or, as, Vin, uh, as Virgil is rightly saying, ahead of time, management should get all the, uh, the, the, the required documents together i don't know but maybe they can't hand it over before they leave there because they needed to travel anyway but um mm-hmm. but there's some some arrangements should be made and 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 the appointment set up 
for them that when they when they reach um, London or wherever wherever in England uh, or Britain they they, they, they they are, they would be able to get their, their their interview and just move on to 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 the Netherlands because it's not it's not like like guys like we uh, unknown people just traveling. We are talking about international cricketers who you call their name and everybody know who they are, right? So everything should be in place. But I, I am not gonna. I, I, I'm just speculating now. But but I'm I'm not gonna put everything on 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 management. I'm gonna say why? No, let me finish my version. Let me finish my version. I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying why were they so late in getting back? And and Alzar, who was who was still in the in, in the finals, who was who his team was still playing. What there wasn't there any flight available to get back there? Uh, and there there are more questions. There are more questions to be answered first before we throw before we throw all the blame you know in one place. So there are things that, that that I have to get some answers for before I, I throw down all the blame. Back to then. I can speculate, like you, um, oddly, that what may have occurred, those players back in the West Indies at the time would have handed their passports to management. Management would have gotten on an airplane and went to the nearest um, Dutch embassy, possibly in the United Mm -hmm. States, with all those passports and get their thing. But if Powell and uh, Shepard had gone off, to India for the IPL quite a while ago, then very likely management could not have taken their passport mm-hmm. to get the visa. So right. they had to do this separately when they got back from uh, India. And we have to remember that most countries these days are very specific about the type or the country of origin whose passport they will accept at face value. For example, if you hold a United States passport, you can get on a plane today and travel to the Netherlands without a visa. If you mm-hmm. have some other passport, it is quite likely that they insist that you have to obtain a visa and an in, in, you know, interview because they want to know who you are, what you're doing, why you're going. And so because mm-hmm. of their unique situation as cricketers going to play a match, they may well have required more time to interact with the Dutch embassy in London, and they just did not allow sufficient time to get an appointment. Who knows? Maybe the interview person was not available on the day they arrived, and that kind of threw things out. Did there, was their flight late in arriving? There are a lot of questions to be answered there, and I think you can't hold management responsible for that because these guys went off separately management did not send them to the IPL they went to the IPL under their own steam for their own personal reasons so management at that point can't do anything unless these guys were back in the island but uh, maybe you have something else to add Leon or Virgil well but yeah I'm saying Dennis 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 somebody has to be responsible you know somebody has to be responsible Joseph was was gotten the clearance. Did Joseph did his own arrangement? Are the players responsible for making their own arrangement to get into the Netherlands? 
uh, are they supposable or do the management? We don't know if it is the management's um, responsibility to get the players from India. Or the players have to do it on their own. But the fact Mm -hmm. is they were not there and the Western is making a statement. Right. They did not say whether or not it was their responsibility. But somebody has to take the plane for their non-arrivals on time to participate in the tournament. And hopefully it doesn't happen again because uh, it doesn't look good on the West Coast board, no, anybody. Mm. But you know what, Liam? I think both Mm -hmm. these two gentlemen, Shepard and Powell, will probably regret this delay simply because now that we, the team, did so well, quote-unquote, in the Netherlands, it's unlikely that uh, the West Indies coaches and selectors will change the side before this first, the second, or, or, or the second match in Pakistan. So it is likely that Powell and uh, Shepard will actually miss these matches. So we'll see. We will definitely see. But you know what? <laughs> I beg Go to ahead. differ because yeah. when, when you look at the composition of, it, of, of a Netherlands team and, and a Pakistan team, it, 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 it's like night and day, right? We were yes. expecting to beat um, the Netherlands. And, yes. I, I mean, you can only beat who you have before you. And yes. if we did not beat them, it would be a big hullabaloo. What Western is gone to know. Look at, look at the Netherlands beat them. Lord, they're not good, they're not good. You know, things like that. But they, they did the job. But when it comes to um, going to Pakistan, you're talking about stepping up some couple notches. So those guys are going to be very relevant, and they're they're going to be needed. Who who would you drop out of this team when they get to Pakistan? (laughs) Look at the team that just completed these three-match series. But but I'm saying, saying, look who they competed against. Look who they completed this series against. Right. So so therefore, you're you're going to opt for some experience, guys who, who have more experience, at least, okay. you, you, maybe you don't drop them on the first match, but you're gonna give them give them a look in, and then That's and much. then. But but a guy who is as experienced as Rob Manfoil, who was who was the former That's former the captain, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And, and he has and, and he has been, you know, I mean, kicking up a storm in the IPL, you I know, agreed, whenever he gets the bat. Yeah. So you, you you have to look at him. He has to, he has to get in. Barna didn't do anything in in, in the three matches. That he played. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't keep Banner. Banner is a Test cricketer. I I, I would not. I, I don't know why they picked Banner um, to to um to, to, for for the ODI. I would not have picked Banner for the ODI. Maybe because Longman wasn't there. Maybe well maybe maybe. <laughs> but I would definitely keep keep him. He's a Test guy. He's the guy who yes. you're gonna stay out there and the batter around yes. and such like that. And if somebody else is doing that, she hope is batting like that. Uh, Kyle Myers batting like that. You, so you can have two guys staying out there for you to bat around. So um, I, I would not, I would not um, care Bonner. So he could prove me wrong, but I, I would not care Bonner in, in the ODI side. Well, oddly, guess what? I think we have somebody online who might well have the answer. Donna has joined us. Let's see if Donna can give us the answer to this. Hey, Donna. Hello. Hello, hello, Donna. You are the answer. Hey, Donna. Hi. How are you doing? Okay. Hey, good, good. Long time we haven't good. heard your voice, man. So. Yes, I was out for a long, 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 long time. 
Oh, yeah, working, right. working, working, working. So, <laughs> yeah. You have the answer for us, Donna, on this question? Um, what was the question? <laughs> the question regarding Powell and um, Shepard, who arrived too late to get the visa to travel to Holland to play in the West Indies side in the Netherlands. So, we, so oh, we're trying to figure out. But they were, uh, they were in India, right? They were in India, yeah. yes. yes. They were in India playing ITL, so. Well, correct. They, they, were not, they were not back home, so they missed out because of their individual choices, I guess. Choices. Thank you, Donna. Yes. All right. but no, no, Donna. Wait, wait, wait. They were in India. They were not the only person that was in India mm-hmm. because Azari Joseph, and Puran, I realized Puran was here, so I'm pure, Puran is the captain, so what happened? Yes. Thank you very much. That's good, good it's question. Just, let me explain something to good you. Question. And what people good don't answer. want to understand, uh-huh. the, the, the management have a job to do. It's just like when home, home, when we have them big boats come, right? Is an agent take, if you have 20 people on the ship, the agent take the passport, all the passports, to the immigration yes. and customs, right? That right. is a management mm-hmm. job, and management fail whatever they do because if you in if they have these guys in the team, you can't say these guys reach late for the to get because if these guys reach late, that means the rest of the team already gone on them. If these guys yes. reach England late, that means the rest of the because management is supposed to tell these guys when to come here or when to reach here, whatever. So well. something went wrong somewhere. I can't blame the players. If the players <laughs> was late, if management said come today and you come tomorrow, you need to be fine. The player needs to be fine. That's okay. fine. Virgil, Vir- Virgil, 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 the ball. Virgil, you just say something went wrong here and we don't know. So you have no, to, how yeah. can you continue by saying you have to find the player? You don't know what's going wrong. If they come late, <laughs> they should be fine. If they're supposed to come in today and they come tomorrow, they but should you be fine. Know, you they don't know what went wrong. Support. Suppose it's something beyond the, beyond the you know, what they, they can't, yeah. they couldn't deal with it, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's back away slightly and ask any, any overall comments on the performance in, in Netherlands? Leon? I, I, was prefer, I, I was happy with the performance of the young guy, um, Casey Carty. In, in Carty. Mm-hmm. Casey, Casey Carty. In particular, yes. I doubt he will play, but I was happy with his performance, and he played a great innings there to save the second, the second ODI, along with uh, who, who who batted with him. I think he he batted not open, make a good 43. Yes, he did. Yes. yes. So, but mm-hmm. I, I I'm a little concerned, a little concerned about the penetration of the spinners. I think, although. Hussein. Um, Hussein and Walsh are getting a, some wickets that I don't know if if they had enough spin in, in the side. I don't know because they are using Bonner, you know, using Bonner, and sometimes who else they use? They use some players that were not accustomed to be, not a, a frontline spinner. So, well, they, they had Walsh. Time they're able to. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Leon, go ahead. And, and, and Hussein, those are the two recognized spinners in the side. But I'm wondering that the, if that's enough. They're using Bonner. Go ahead, and who else? 
And by the way, Hussein was was player was declared player of the series. Akil Hussein. Yes. And and I I told you guys on the show, I the first time I saw Akil Hussein and Obid McCoy, I just love those guys. I I I, mm-hmm. do, I think they're going to go far. Obid McCoy and uh, and yes, uh, yeah. and Akil Hussein, yes, yes. and I'm happy that he's yeah. really showing his hand. You know, he, you know, really showing mm-hmm. his hand in the matches that he has played so far. You know. And another point, um, Dennis, before you go, I am not happy with the, the catching of the Western feeling. They dropped three catches in the second match, three catches, easy catches, chances went to begging, and the feeling is not up to par. At this point, I don't know if it has to do with the condition that they're playing under, but I'm not happy with this feeling. They have to go to up the ante when they go to Pakistan because Pakistan... <laughs> Is not the Netherlands. That is my point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and we know that all players, all players of the match were West Indian. You know, obviously we won three nil, but we, we, the, the first one, the player of the match was Shea Hope. Second was Brandon mm-hmm. King, and third one was Kyle Mears. And player of the series uh, was um, Akil Hussein. So, um, as I said, yeah, you, you, with all no disrespect to, to the Netherlands. But they are they are not Pakistan. They are, they are, mm-hmm. they are not even um, Bangladesh or something like that. So uh, they are mm-hmm. they are babies finding their way out now. So we were expecting to win. Uh, we did that convincingly, uh, if not even overwhelmingly mm-hmm. convincingly. But we did win. So um, let's see what we do when we move up and real meet real can competition. Um, yeah. Can I ask a question? Virgil, a question if you can. Go ahead. Virgil. What, yes. kind of, uh, what kind of shot? You have seen Brandon King play this hook shot. It's not a hook shot. It's not a pull shot. It's like a pull drive. What, kind, what is your description of that shot? I like the <laughs> shot. He, he hit I don't the think ball. I see it. I <laughs> didn't see him back. I didn't see him back. He is classical, man. He is classical. No, let, let me ask it's not a pull. It's not a hook. But it's like a pull drive. You guys don't no, remember hey, Clive Lloyd. Yeah, Clive Lloyd when, picked him out when, when he saw him first. Clive Lloyd, they, that's a guy, Brandon King. Yeah, the Brandon oh, King in between. That's they call it, the Brandon King in between. But let me ask you something about. Um, you said the guy McCarthy um, from Saint Martin um, was a Batman, right? Yeah, Casey McCarthy. Casey yes. McCarthy. Casey do, do, do you know? Do you know? He have the option to play for West Indies and the Neverland. Yes, yes, I heard that. He's from Saint Martin. No, no, no. Saint Martin is French and Dutch. Yeah. Just remember that French Martin is French and Dutch. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I, I think he, he mm-hmm. does have that option, but obviously he's chosen to go with the West Indies. Let's see if Donna oh, has any yeah. comment on this series. Donna, any comment on this series? Did you follow it at all? Yes, I follow the Netherlands what? series. What do you think? I think the West Indies, they really showed... I didn't get to watch it much. I just really just check in to see yeah. what the scores were. I mm-hmm. didn't see how they played on the field or anything. I just really checked the scores yeah. at the end of the day because I was at work, so but I couldn't overall, watch them. Overall, However, the results would show that they were like maybe a superior team, but I think that the Netherlands did very well in that game yesterday when they came yeah. that close to 
lose it by 21. Yeah, good point. So so, so they did show some competition yesterday. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank thank you, Donna. I know they're going to, to, like we were saying, they're going to play Pakistan this week. And Baba and... (laughs) Rizwan, they're not going to be such an easy walk over. Yes, that's right. But mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. <laughs> So they have got to really try and see if they can compete with Pakistan because I know I have watched Rizwan and, and Baba, and those yes, fellas are not then. easy to get out. Yes, no. very good. Very well. You're, you're good so point. right. Uh, you're very good, right. good point. Very, very good point from very, our analyst, yeah. Dana. Yes, yes, that's how I see it. Then. And, they, yeah. and I don't know, but something sometimes, sometimes come to me about the West Indies, though. Mm-hmm. How some fellas can make the team, though. Well, they exactly. can only play 11, Donna, remember. No, so I, I'm it, saying. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, yeah. what's his name there? Oh, my I understood said that he's unavailable for. Personal oh. reasons. Yes. And yes. but somebody like a Narine, I'm wondering what is the problem with oh, Narine? Yeah. Why you can't make the West Indies team? Narine don't want to play. Narine is playing, playing the playing the circuit, the, the domestic circuit. Long uh, time ago, he wants to play domestic cricket. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, he's yeah. playing in London right now. Yeah. He made a fifty, a fifty recently. Um, yes. In I think twenty mm-hmm. balls in, in England. Yeah. Oh, now I understand because I I okay. wonder sometimes what is the issue. T20 Let me give you the money. issue with um, money. I'll give you the one money. with um, Hitmeyer. West yes. Indies did not pick Hitmeyer because as a Hitmeyer was not fit. He was not selected in the team to go to Pakistan because he was not fit. No, 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 Huh? Right, because he, his, he wife, had, he, his wife, he just had a baby. Right, know, that, right. So he wanted, he wanted better. Remember, we said the team was selected before. I said Maya was not in the team. No, I think when they we, no, 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 they say he was not considered Con- because he because said he was unavailable. Unavailable. Get it because his wife was he, expecting he a baby. Wife first right. baby. He wanted right. to see his so first that, baby. That's the reason why he wasn't. Every Lewis is the one. Every Lewis is the one who was denied because of, because of fitness problems with Evan Lewis. Right. Yeah. Remember but, a couple of weeks ago. Couple weeks but ago, I don't understand these the guys just don't play in the IPL. The same thing I was saying. <laughs> when you guys yeah, but, were saying the same thing about they said Hitmeyer is not fit, and I said if yeah. Hitmeyer make runs in the they're IPL, they're not fit for they're not fit for West Indies, but they're fit for IPL. I don't get it. Money, money. If you look back the week ago, we were talking about was talking about the same thing with Hitmeyer, and I personally because everybody was saying. If Mr. Francis was saying, look at Hitmeyer throwing around himself and moving like this, oh, Hitmeyer was not selected in the team. And I said, if Hitmeyer make runs, because he probably the second West Indies <laughs> make the most, it make runs. I said, all of a sudden, I want to see if they're going to pick him, because I want to see if fitness, off of the runs he makes, or some other thing they call fitness. Because we speak about this a couple of weeks ago. Sometimes right. during the IPL, we were talking about the same thing here. Yeah, but Virgil, it's now... We we now established that Hetmeyer was given the opportunity 
to be considered for this series coming up against Pakistan and the Netherlands, and he chose for personal reasons not to accept. Yeah, not so to be available. In this, in, I could understand so we leave it and see what happens after this series, but we can't blame the management on this one. Um, all right, let's look uh, uh, at... Uh, 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 Dennis, Go ahead, can Dennis. I just yeah. add something to that? Because Hetmeyer's reason was he wanted to see the birth of his first child. Right. He witnessed that the birth of his child that happened and, and he went he back. To, yes. Yes. He left, he witnessed the birth of his child and went uh-huh. back to the IPL. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, but a month, but a month ago we had the same thing. He had nothing to do about his childbirth. He did not get selected in the wrestling team. Otherwise, we was giving wrong information then because we was talking about the same thing. He was not selected, and I want to know why he was not selected. And everybody Virgil. was saying that he was not fit. They say he Virgil. was not fit, and yes, I was complaining about the fitness. But Virgil, they have not Virgil. 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 Virgil, they I heard you talking about fitness and fitness about that. Don't forget that the West Indies fitness program and the IPL fitness is two different things. So maybe one standard may be higher than the other. So, so don't say he, he, he wasn't fit for the West Indies, yet he played for the no, IPL. No, no, right? no. You IPL guys are saying no, no. I was saying it has nothing to do with his child. When he was in the IPL, he asked them time to go over his birth of his child. What I'm saying, he was not oh, selected. Oh, you're trying to kill a dead team. horse, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't go away. I'm, no, 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 don't go away. I said a couple of weeks ago, you said so you talking about, we were talking about now, it's because he wanted to see the birth of his child. I'm saying to you, it has but nothing to do with that. In the IP, no, in okay. the, let me finish. In the IPL, he asked the time to go home and see the birth of his child and come back. But what I'm saying, before that, Couple of weeks before that, when we were talking about the team to go to Pakistan, he was not selected because you guys said that they said he was no. not fit, and I was no. the one to complain and saying, "What do you call fitness?" And I said, "If he make runs in the IPL, which he was doing good, I want to see if they were going to pick him." Virgil, that's what I'm talking one, about. One point of clarification here, Virgil. About two months ago, we discussed the fitness issue with regarding Hetmeyer. That was when we had the old team of selectors. Since uh, Desmond Haynes came on board and we had Sarwan who was a selector, we then we saw a change in West Indies' approach. And Hetmeyer was considered for this series now coming. And it was Hetmeyer's decision. We were information then. We were no, no, information first, then. Virgil, Virgil, originally they said it was for a fitness issue with the original selectors. Obviously, when Haynes and Sarwan and others now in this position decided to consider him, the fitness issue was not at the forefront anymore. The issue now which came up this time is that Hetmeyer said, for personal reasons, I am not available. So there is not much more management can do at this stage. We have to see what happens for the next series, which is coming up very shortly because CWI has announced that Bangladesh, India, and New Zealand are due to visit the Caribbean this summer. Mm-hmm. So we're due for a lot of cricket. Uh, Bangladesh will arrive June 16th to July 16th for three, oh, for two T20s in St. Lucia, one T20 in Guyana and three ODIs in Guyana. And then India will arrive on the 22nd of July 
for three ODIs in Trinidad, uh, one T20 uh, at the Brian Law Academy, two T20s in St. Kitts, and two T20 in Florida and Lauderdale. Beautiful city of Lauderdale. <laughs> Correct. And, and then New Zealand will arrive August the 10th. They'll play three T20s in Jamaica and three day-night ODI in Barbados. So all of this is setting up. We'll see whether Hetmeyer get the call in for any of those. And, of course, the West Indies have a lot of cricket to play this summer. And then it, one yes, more go ahead. thing, because the, the West Indies continuation of the tour of Pakistan yes. with the, the ODI matches starting on yes. June the 8th. 8th, that's correct. When, that's Wednesday. This Wednesday, Wednesday coming, yes. Yeah. And then the 10th and then the 12th. 12th, correct. And these are ODI matches. Yeah. Three of them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We were whitewashed in the T20s. Folks, remember earlier on in December? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I remember it well. 14th and 16th, we were whitewashed. And now the continuation of that tour, which was postponed because of COVID, circumstances. COVID mm-hmm. And will now commence, recommence June the 8th, the 10th, yes. and the 12th. And the so 12th. take note. And oddly, just to let you know, it's 9 o'clock, so we'll probably dedicate this hour to the Lawrence Jagaro hour. Almost 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. About three minutes away, oh. but, but that's all yes. right. <laughs> yes, so I figured we would, we would get it in there. No, my apologies. I said Yes, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming up, yeah, 8 o'clock, Lawrence Jagaro hour. Oh, yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Good. So... How about the obituaries? We have, of course, Leon mentioned earlier David Holford, and we know what David Holford contributed to the West Indies. And we also heard of the death of Jim Parks, the former Sussex in England wicketkeeper, died at the age of 90. Uh, He was a wicketkeeper batter for Sussex, and he played 46 test matches for England. Uh, Mm -hmm. Perhaps... Leon will tell us, give us the stats for David Holford. Okay. He was a leg spinner, okay, an all-arounder. He played 24 test matches between 1966 and 1977. He scored 768 runs, including one century and three half centuries at an average of 22.58 and took 51 wickets, averages 38.38, 389, with a best haul of um, 5 for 23 in a winning call against India at Kensington Oval in 1976. His century, 105 not out, is in only his second test match was a match saving effort against England at Lord in 1966 as he added an unbroken 274 for the sixth wicket with the, his cousin and captain, Sir Gary Sobers. Now the right excellent Sir Garfield Sobers who made an unbeaten 163. So 
There you have it. David Halford, gone but not forgotten. Forgotten. Great. Can I add just one thing there, Leon? Yes. Just to say that the partnership, the partnership between himself and Sir Gary, uh, the West Indies were left struggling at 95 for five when, when, when Halford joined his, his cousin at the crease. And at the end of the match, the West Indies were 365 for five with Halford, mm-hmm. of course, not out and 105. You have yes. Simon who is not out also. Yeah, I mean that Carla. What you tell me, Carla? Um, I, I have, I have just a little stat with with Jim Parks here. And yes, Jim Parks played played some forty six test matches for sure. for England. Mm-hmm. Um, sixty eight innings. He was not out on seven occasions. He scored nineteen hundred and sixty two, one thousand nine hundred and sixty two um, runs, and um, his top score was a hundred and eight not out. And his batting average was 32.2, which is equivalent to plenty of these the, the cricketers playing for the West Indies now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I remember a battle. I remember a battle with, um, with himself and, and, and Lance Gibbs. And it's like mm. Lance Gibbs bowled, I think, four balls are, struck him on the pad. And, and the fifth ball, he went around the wicket and, 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 and bowled. He got him bowled. You know, I remember that, you know, waking up early in the morning and listening to cricket on the radio uh, coming from England. Well, speaking of... One other point of note, Dennis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Leon. No, about Harford, because the century, you know, is significant because when you make a century at Lord, that is, you will go on the the board. At the board. Yeah. Yeah. You know how many players playing today and in the past, can't get their name on that board. Is, is, that's a significant achievement. And uh, to save the West Indies, I was a young man and I was, mm, I was overawed. All right. With, Thank with you, Leo. partnership, man. Mm-hmm. Well, and, the Jim, um, Parks, the Jim Parks era was at a time when Simon was still there taking guard. So let's see if Simon remembered Jim Parks. Simon? Yes, and a very good evening to you. I hope everyone is well, and everyone had a wonderful week last week. We are hoping for a much better week this week. Have a wonderful evening all, and I'm going to say a very hearty good evening to Dennis, Cardinal, Aldley, Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jetner, Ivor Henry, Mr. McKenzie, and um, I don't think Leon is listening, but I want to say a very hearty good evening to him. And we are he's so here. sorry to hear passing here. of his wife. Leon is he's here, here and, you can, and, and, you, and you continue to il, uh, eliminate Murtry. Put her on your list. Murtry, and list. a very Mertry. good evening to you as well. And I'm so happy to have you just on the panel. Even she's not here this evening, but she has, uh, he, he has been, you know, mm. omitting her. Yes, so I remember she was there sure. last week. I remember she was on the show last week with us. Right. Yeah. Donna, Donna is here this week. But but I hope Dennis, can, I well. ask, can I ask Dennis one question? Because you're, we're talking about debts, and, and um, um, I was about to ask you if we could just continue. Just one more. Um, Virgil, there's, there's an umpire um, in, in, um, in Florida here that um, he, he has been one of the popular guys. Silver Fox. Mm-hmm. Virgil? 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 
It's probably new. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm here. Um, what are you saying about Silver Fox? Yeah, yes. Silver Fox died. You know, Silver Fox died. Hello. Yeah, no, no, I'm here. I'm just like I'm just a little bit stunned. Wow. Yes, I, I'm saying that Silver Fox. Um, you you know his funeral is going to be sometime on Saturday. We were talking about the you know great West Indians that died. No, so in the same, I, I never just want to. I never know that. You didn't know? No. Okay, so it was announced on on the program yesterday. Um, Ivor and wow. mm-hmm. yeah, Silver Fox was sick and um, he he died. I think his funeral will be this Saturday at Grace Funeral Home and Oakland Park. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right, right, right next to where they play the night cricket. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, so he, he Silver Fox is gone. Gentlemen okay, and ladies, let's let's welcome uh, Jostna has joined us. Let's welcome Jostna. How are you, Jostna? Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for yes. welcoming me. Good evening, Jostna. Hope you have a wonderful week and a better week oh. this week. Right. Yeah, hope, hope so. Hope so. Hope, hope so. All right. Yes. So, let's look at the West Indies four-day championship. I noticed that all the matches were uh, basically one. must have been rain affected in because all mm-hmm. the matches ended up after just one full yeah. innings, and they all ended mm-hmm. in draws. So, I think that was the last round, was it not? And therefore. Uh, Barbados retained the championship. Anybody can, uh, you know, highlight that for us? Oddly, we just, I just oh, cannot yeah. get the the complete. No, I can't get the complete uh, um, scores at the end of the tournament. The, the, the point standings, but I know the for point a fact standing. that Barbados in but, fact win because the matches were were did okay. not go uh, come off because of the fact that it rained and poured. So most of the yeah. matches were incomplete. All of them but were incomplete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. None it, of it the matches. Drawn. Were... Yeah, all, all the matches were drawn. The windward. All the matches were drawn. The windward made two hundred and 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 three. Three. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbados in reply two hundred and eighty-five for six. When of course mm-hmm. they they lose and continue. And, and don't um, forget, Brass Brass scored a hundred and nine there and three for seventy-one. Yeah. And of course, mm-hmm. Chase got a 59 in that game. Go ahead, Audrey. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have Trinidad and Tobago, uh, 218 and 25 for one. Guyana, 331. You have individual scores here. Yes, yeah, Solano, he got two, 72. Uh, Jason Mohammed got 68 <laughs> in that. And of course, for Guyana, we had uh, Paul took six for 50. And Moti, two for 35. And, of course, in the Guyana innings, Chanda Paul managed 25, Imlex, 76, Sinclair, 58, Permal scored 47, and Moti got 37. And for Trinidad, Charles, three for 56, Hind, three for 75, Mohammed, two for 40, Khan, two for 77. Continue mm-hmm. on. In the in the Jamaica match, three hundred mm-hmm. Jamaica, three hundred and two, Leeward four four without loss. Lost right. In and the in the Jamaica in, in Palmer scored one hundred and forty four, Merchant fifty five. Uh, I think it, it was not. I out? think he was out. I think he was out. Oh, you know? Okay, okay, okay. I I think he was out. Mm-hmm. Campbell oh, okay. scored two, 
Blackwood scored three, Thomas one, and of course, in that match, Cornwall got two for ten. Sorry, two for 103. Archibald, two for 64, and Berridge, two for 29. But unfortunately, Mm -hmm. this was shaping up to be a great finale. But Mm -hmm. no one bargained Mm -hmm. for the rain coming in, and uh, that's the point. So I think Barbados would obviously have retained the championship simply because of a draw, no team was likely to overcome them with uh, on points. Anybody disagree? Uh, yeah. Well, well, I, I, I have to go by the final results, but I'm telling this series went back to that match that the Leewards played against Barbados when some poor umpiring decisions were given against the Leewards. Leewards mm-hmm. should have beaten Barbados, but, but oh. for some poor umpiring decisions. And it went the fact that they won, but you have to say they won, they win because they, you know, sometimes you know one one mistake can change the whole course of the event. West Indies, Leeward oh, yeah. Island oh, had yeah. them on the rope. They had them on the rope, but leave it as it is. But Barbados won the tournament. We have to because the umpires say made a decision and we have to abide by it. But sometimes it it it, it makes sense that if the umpire is doing his, is, is diligent enough to do what he has to do and do the right thing, there, there should be no question about his decision. But there was too much questions. And I heard on another show that they questioned Barbados that one player should have been given. He was plumb LBW and he was not given. So, with the busy West Indies schedule, I know they play the third well, ODI. Dennis, yeah. Dennis, one yes, other point, point before, I don't know if any any member of the panel has any player which stood out in their minds and near to selection for the West Indies team. For the, or any from, the four, from the championship? From the championship. Other than those who are in tour. I don't know if it, players in we my should book, look at. In my book, mm-hmm. I think we should be looking at... Um, Cornwall again, because he's really bowling very well uh, in terms of uh, production in the championship. He came away from the championship probably, I would suspect, with the most wickets. I, don't, I, I do not have the yeah. absolute stats, but yeah. I suspect yeah. strongly that uh, he's got to be up there. What, what does Ardley think? I mean, Ardley, do you have... I don't have it here either. Um, but, but um, yeah, he, he has been he has been taking a, a lot of wickets, and um, he's no stranger to Test cricket. Um, we I don't know how much Test will be, will, will be played when those sides are coming. You know, we have a, a lot of ODIs and T20s coming. At, at least mm-hmm. two Test matches will be played uh, among those um, nations that will be visiting. Yeah, um, I think that's it's against sure. New. Yeah. Um, no, let me check because I think I have. Yes, Bangladesh, there'll be a test, first test, second test, two test matches mm-hmm. against Bangladesh. Two test matches, right. Against Bangladesh. The rest will be ODIs and T20s. The rest will be ODIs and T20s. Mm-hmm. And, and T20s, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but one Leon's question. And we, are, we, are, we all will agree, we all will agree that Shonda Paul will be, will be young Shonda Paul will be um, having a look in, you know, at least he'll be right. Exactly. He'll be on the mind to Kieran Powell. Has been have been scoring and um, mm-hmm. it, I mean that that's if you are going by um, performance from the West Indies Championship, 
you you have to you have to get him he has to be in consideration as well um and uh yes um for for test matches and well he's there the king king is there already and um for the time i i, I just said that's about that's about it for me you know i, I haven't been able to watch watch a lot of those matches because um, yeah. I'm not like the retired gentleman, Mr. Francis, <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Dennis, and Mr. Mr. What's his name here? Uh, Simon. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we, uh, I'm not yeah. like Virgin. We have to be out working. Virgin? Yeah. Well, one other mm. point I want to bring to the attention of the panel is that, you know, I, I look, I like the, I like the young Guyanese uh, Moti. I Moti. like him very well. I think he's close, close to being selected. Yeah. Yeah. And um, has, I think he represented the West Indies already. Did he? Or, or he was selected he was, but didn't play? I think he was selected but didn't play. I'm not sure that he yeah, played. Yeah. But uh, and that, one that thing, name rings a bell. Yeah. yeah. One other point I must say that um, Cornwall being in contract with West Indies uh, would mean that he is he's he's favored to be returned to test mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. and with his haul one match he, he took eleven wicket haul in one match so that is, is enough man and he he gave everybody um, cause he he was holding a line and length that was immaculate all through the tournament and, and he's taking his batting more seriously too remember in the last couple yes. of test matches yes. he scored a couple of six couple of half centuries in the seventies. Let's put it this way. He is better than that. If you tell him right. those words you yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yes, Mr. Francis. Yes, he's yeah, better than that. <laughs> All right. Well maybe we should just take Simon's question and then go back to the other discussion before the evening is out. We're running time is uh, fast. Okay, so before Simon, I ask are you yeah, I'm quite ready. I just want to know what um, what channel do you look at on the TV to get your cricket scores? Well, most of us have to buy a subscription with uh, um, Willow, 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 or or ESPN okay. or one of those people. It's it's not it's okay. not open free cricket at the moment, uh, Simon. You know, yeah. you just have to. I have oh, to wait until oh, every Sunday to get the scores. Oh, no, no, what you can do, uh, what you can do, Mr. Simon. Leon calls me and give me the scores. And what you can do, Mr. Simon. Me, they, hello, I'm with you. Yeah, what you can do, you can you, you, the YouTube. You have you have an iPad, right? No, I don't have or, an iPad. Or, or, a cellular. Okay, um, well, well, even the, even the cell, if you have the the the, 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 the um the, the smartphone. You have, yeah, the computer. Uh, have the computer. You're watching on YouTube. You know, okay. all, all those all those things come up on YouTube. That's how I I, I watch yeah. watch the shots on YouTube. They have the whole game on YouTube, but I can't just sit and watch the whole game like that when I come in. So I'll just run yeah. through the, the, the highlight, you know, sections of it. So you, you can yeah. go on, on YouTube and, and, and you'll, you'll find it. You can watch it. When I came on the show, uh, you were talking about Sobers and his cousin Holford. I remember yes. that match quite very well, very, very well. Mm-hmm. I was living mm-hmm. very, very near there then. I was living in Wembley, and I watched oh. the whole match, and I saw the whole of it. I thought right. in West Indies lost, and then Sobers and um, his cousin Holford brought together, I think, 
Hartford made 105, I think. And so was so 165. 165. Not out. Mm-hmm. Not out. Mm-hmm. Both, both were not out. Mm-hmm. I remember that match very, very well. Very well. Okay. <laughs> you see, I'm not um, but, but, but a teenager Simon, like one, you fellas, you know? Simon. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> Simon. I'm not a teenager like you. Okay, question Simon. for the night is, we have Jeff Nahon with us. I heard her. Simon, uh, Simon, 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 Mr. Dennis trying to say something to you. Okay, yeah, yes, you I'm mentioned, listening. You I'm mentioned listening. Holford. And I just wanted you to be aware that the reason we were discussing Holford is the fact that he passed away recently. I'm not sure he Yes, I heard. Him. Yes, I'm very sorry You're to hear. Just yes, I was to... listening, yeah. And oh, I am. Um, right. Is Mr. Patel with us? I haven't heard him. Uh, no, he's been and gone. Oh, okay. Okay, my question for tonight is, it's more like a discussion because you're asking yes or no questions. My, there's something that puzzles me all this time, uh, looking at the world cricketers in Australia, South Africa, India, Pakistan, West Indies, mm-hmm. now Afghanistan. And, uh, India has the largest population. Yes. Then they must have the largest number of cricketers. Logic would yes. tell me that if over yes. a million people, they must have um, more cricketers than any other country in the world. What's the reason why they would want to bring cricketers in from the other countries, West Indies, Australia, to play in the IPL? They must have enough cricketers in India to play. That's what I want us to discuss tonight. All right. Well, okay. Leon? Yeah, one Simon's reason for that is that they may have the most cricketers, but they don't all have all the best cricketers in the world. So India uses the other cricketers from the other country to help improve their cricket. And, okay. of course, they want to make sure that the outside world watch their cricket. And when a player from Antigua is playing in the IPL, you are going to be forced to see how he performs in India. And, and okay. any other country will work. So I yeah. foremost is that they want to build their cricket and build their young cricketers and learn from them. You know, Simon, you, know, you remember the days when England used to have a lot of players from the Caribbean playing in the yeah, country. Yeah, South Africa. Yeah. And, what, and what is the reason for that? They want not only to win the county championship, but want their young cricketers to see how Richard... You name it. Yeah. Robert. Yes, and they had, they had a lot of South Africans playing uh, county cricket and in England exactly. when I was there. Exactly. So they bring players from abroad. So India are doing the same thing in, in order to build their cricket. And from the time the, the, the IPL started, you, you see how many players India have, in, India have, in, have, have uh, produced. And not only... Yeah. Players, good players, good young players. So there is, there's, there's a reason for their allowing cricketers from outside the world to come in. That's what was, That's my point. That's the question I had since last week. I was wondering uh, if they have all these cricketers, they have the best cricketers in the world, as far as I know, uh, why would but, they need to recruit cricketers I, from outside? I just want to use the word, they have some of the best cricketers in the world. Let's put it this way. They have good cricketers, no doubt. But not okay. Uh, I don't know if everybody agrees with me, but I feel they have some of the best cricketers. Vir- Virgil, your comments but, on Simon's yeah. question? 
Yeah, it's just, it just like Hollywood best entertainment. And once you have all these stars coming together from all over the world, everybody watch. Because when they're having a regular game in, in India, like the regular, whether one day, 320, whatever they play, or the four day, the whole world doesn't watch Run that. Run yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whole world doesn't watch that. But when you're having all the superstars from all over the world, Everybody want to, everybody, everybody all over want to watch that. So it's just a big entertainment business, business-wise, it's billions of dollars because of that. Okay, that, that, mm-hmm. that's what was confusing me. I didn't Audley. understand the reason. Audley, your comment? Well, I, I, I just have to piggyback on what you guys are saying because I, everything that you say is just the truth. Marketing is one of the things, <laughs> and um, to, get, to get the best cricketers, for that format from the West Indies, get the best from New Zealand, get the best from England, get the best from everywhere. That means when you have a tournament, you are looking at the best tournament in the whole world, period, right? So all the focus will be turned on the spotlight going over to India. So then more people will buy, you know, more people will, will, will subscribe to, to Willow or whatever channel that, you know, you have uh, be, yeah, and be the sports SS Sports and, and different ones, British Sports. Um, when, I'm in, when I'm in Florida, up here I don't have all those, all those channels, but when I'm in Florida, I have, I have the, 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 the Amazon Fire Stick. So I, I have uh, multiple channels to watch sports and a and, and, and lot of stuff. Right? And I don't even look at many of them. When I'm, when I'm down there, I can get to watch Jamaican stations and, and everything, TVJ, CVM, all over the world. So I that is what you. happens. Yes. So it, it lets you subscribe to watch, watch the game. So marketing, money is a, is a big part of it. But for that to be very effective, you have to get the best from all over the world. And yeah, that not was one my reason for asking because... The focus will be there. Yeah. I put it to the one panel. Other point, one other point, Simon. Simon... I will get the answer. This point I want to make too. Simon, Yes. Yeah. And the, because they have the population they can afford to fill a stadium easier than most countries mm-hmm. because they have the population. A lot of people can go. Imagine 104 or 105,000 people watch the last, the last the match finals. till they, the finals. Yeah. 104,000. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. I get you. Yeah. I understand. That's a lot. All right. Let's get a lady's perspective here. Let's see if Jotson have uh, uh, anything. Input in this, Joxna. Ah uh, yes, um, I know that's a good question actually, very great question I should say. No. It was bothering but me for whole week. Bothering me all week, Joxna. Yeah, all week. So I think they they do the pulling from all of the countries where they have best players according to their performances and that's how they look mm-hmm. at it and and include them into their IPL or those other games that's how that's how I think yeah isn't right. that how it works well yes yes according to their performances and that's how they work right. and, and, some, um, and somebody then if somebody was asking why Narayan doesn't play for the West Indies because yes. when he plays for two months in the IPL, he can get eight hundred thousand dollars. That's right. Simple so as that. The money. Simple as that. Money, money, money. <laughs> <All right>. Money, <laughs> money, so, money. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah but that, 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 that was not our that Narayan wanted to play for the West Indies when he still liked to play for the West Indies. Because oh. after, when we, when we had to go to trials from, to play those um, team that's not playing test match, Narayan said he was not fit to go. But after we was qualified to play the World Cup, all of a sudden, Jesus. he wanted to play for the West Indies. Because yes. you know something, but, no other game playing but, in the world, just the world for playing. You know, so Dennis, Dennis, you have nothing to do with money. Then guys want to play question, when they feel like. Question to Virgil. Go no, money is, there. Because, money is there. Money Gentlemen, just, just a point. I, I think there was a question about Naran's action. And some felt that one of the reasons why he did not play for the Westerns because he was afraid that he would be, would be called. Get called again. Called again. Well, I heard that, yeah. And, yes, and that might have been another reason why, but I know. And the idea that they're not calling him. You see, so I don't know if that might be another factor, but I think the main factor that is that money that he gets. Yeah, but no, but four. Yeah, but no, yeah, but the money guarantee, man. nobody's saying nothing about the money, but why he wanted to play a couple of years ago, World Cup, he wanted to play the World Cup when he did not want to go when we want to qualify. So he has nothing to do about the money. They, oh, yes, 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 yeah, they Virgil, make, yes, they Virgil, make, yes, Virgil, yes, Virgil, yes, Virgil, because there Adi, was no there was something? money anywhere else. There wasn't money let, anywhere no, else. Me, <laughs> let, me, let, me finish, let me finish what I'm saying. These guys go out and make the money. We all understand that. But I'm saying, he only wants to play for the West Indies. No, no other game playing in the world. And this is the only game that everybody's looking at now. So they want to come and play for the West Indies. He has nothing so, to do about... You wasn't getting a million dollars to play for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So they only so, want attention. is about themselves. So, and mm-hmm. that's all. Okay, go out to IPL. Go to this place and make money. But yeah, you, you, when we was qualifying... He was not fit. He said he was not fit. After we get qualified, now we're going on to the World Cup. All of a sudden, now he's available. Uh, yeah, so, so, I'm saying it's still the money the because if they, so I'm saying it's still the money because if there's nobody playing anywhere else, whatever he gets from the West in it, he would be making money. Otherwise, he would be but making zinc. Even though we're not playing <laughs> the IPL, even though we're not playing in the IPL, he still did not want to play for West Indies. Okay, okay, okay. Or you work the World Cup wanted Virgil. to play the last time. The big, the, you get the big audience. Virgil, I tell you something. Even whenever he plays for India, West Indies, trouble clubs get money as a result of his playing in India. Yeah, I know. But does West they Indies get play when the IPL playing? So. West Indies <laughs> do not play no game when the IPL playing. Yeah, so you have true. nothing to That's do with true. the IPL. That, that you know what I'm saying? He has nothing to do with the IPL. I'm just saying that even though he doesn't play, they get money from his no, earning I, a no, living. I know, I, yeah, I know that. Okay. You know what? Right. When the IPL, IPL play, no West Indies, West Indies don't go to nowhere. So you have no, nothing to do right. with that money when they're making the IPL. They just want to play for the West Indies when they feel like. All and right. that's the Virgil, I think I Virgin, I Thank think Narayan is very smart because I've seen him bowl in the US Open. And if I was an umpire, I would have called him for no ball. <laughs> I would have called him. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it changes All right. or whatever it is. Say yeah. it again. Say it again. Say it again. Yeah, I've, no. I've seen him. I've seen him in the U.S. Open. I've, I've seen him bowl, and I'm telling you, if I was the umpire, <laughs> I would have called him for throwing. So he, he knows why. He, he knows exactly right. why. They're not gonna right. call him in there. You know, but the oh, word said he, he changed his And when he bowled that faster ball, that faster ball. Yep. All right. Let's put Leon in Back the hot Samuel. seat and ask Leon. I'll put you in the hot seat and ask you to give Simon the the treatment now. Simon, time for Simon's the question. Yeah, this is Simon question. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm listening. I'm here. I'm willing to learn from the best. We asked the question before, and I hope you remember it. Remembered it. If a batsman hits the ball in the air and he's being caught and he crosses, that line is supposed to be in effect. Is it in effect yet that the batsman... The new coming yeah. batsman will go to the, the end where the batter who was dismissed was. You understand the question? Yes, I'm the listening. I'm, I'm listening to you. The ball in the air and he's being caught. And the, yes. The other batsman, the non-receiving batsman, yes. crosses. Is the non-receiving batsman should be retained at that or end? Or the non-striker. That, or the non-striker as it is. Yes. Is a non striker should go to the end where the batsman who is out was. I get that you. law was passed, but has it come into effect yet? Okay. Well, my thinking is you hit the ball in the air, you cross, but the man is caught out. That man is out. He's out. The incoming right. batman, batsman should face the ball, should be in the striker's area, should face the bowler. That's what I would think. I don't know if that's how the law um, interpreted it, but I think what would be fair for the incoming batsman to face the bowler. That's the law now, um, Simon. So you, you but got it, it right. It, it's not in effect as yet. So the answer would be no. no. Leon no, asked if it's in effect, and it's no. If it's in effect. Okay. Is it not in effect yet? No, no, no it is I thought in it October. was in effect. No, in, o- in October. O- October, okay. No, Thank October. you for that correction. October, it will be in effect. Yeah. You sure about in effect? Yes, yeah. October. October. No, I must be watching something so, wrong with So it, it, is, it is not yet in effect. Um, but it has um, been it, it's approved. It's still going on as long as you cross before you cross, before the, the you know, the, the guy, the catcher or whatever. Um, yeah. you, you, the, the other batsman will don't have to face, but after October, after that date, it doesn't matter where it the, the incoming batsman will have to face exactly. the next delivery. Yeah, but it's, so it's that, not that I think effect. would be fair. That would be fair. Well, that uh-huh. well, uh, Simon, for years it's the other way around. Once across, uh, the batsman would have to face. But but mm-hmm. now but now the new law, which will will be fully adopted in October, it doesn't matter if you're caught. On the boundary, while running, how much, whatever. If the person is out, you're going to face the next ball, the incoming okay. batsman. And, 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 and the follow-up question, follow-up question to that, Simon. Who is, would be buried in um, Pulford's grave? Uh, in whose grave? <laughs> <laughs> David Halford's 
David Hasselhoff. Great. Well, I'll, I'll have to say out off my head, I was trying to say it has to be Dalfoot. <laughs> Leon, Leon, Leon still retain his sense of humor, gentlemen. Very nice, very smart, Leon. Very smart. Uh, all right, that's nice. All right, let's let's look. You know, I, I must say before we go on, mm-hmm. on this show, there's so much we can learn from each other. I don't know half as much as you fellows know about cricket. And I've learned so much just from listening to you and learning much more more about the game. It's very, very um, encouraging to have people listen and learn something new every week. And I come on the show to learn something from you on the panel and the callers call in. It's very, very important that we keep this show going because I learned so much from this show. No. But but I'm, Mr. O'Brien, but Mr. O'Brien, you you often remark that um, we we weren't born when you're talking about certain cricket stuff, right? That means right. You, you're, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be teaching us. Because, yeah, yeah, That's you're saying oh we we weren't you weren't born you weren't born. <laughs> so, so I'm expecting you to have a whole lot of knowledge, man. I know. Um, I, I always say I, I was following cricket since I was three years old. I was following cricket. I had no choice because when Australia is playing, my father and my older brothers and sisters all night they listen to the game, and it's getting dark. My mother would say, "Come inside, boys. Come in. It's getting dark." I was getting dark and they're playing cricket in Australia. I wish I was in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so from since I was three years old, I was following cricket. I had no choice. One, one, mm-hmm. one, okay. one joke I want to just bring to the panelists, right? Mm-hmm. A friend of mine called me from Canada, and he recollected how we used to play in, in a rugged area, play softball. And whenever the ball is hit into a certain neighbor's yard, it was out. where did you think Game the over. neighbor would throw that ball? Yeah. Not Where do you think that neighbor would throw that ball? Because they don't want to see you play cricket. He played in here. In the little outhouse. Where do you think? And eh? in where? In the little outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard um and and, and uh, Simon, what is the outhouse? <laughs> the one that's not inside. Where I come from, we used to call it a latrine. Yeah, yeah okay. it is one thing. How about ten different names? Latrine, yeah. the outhouse, the commode, the um, yeah. oh, right. so oh, we used to latrine. It's about, I remember that once. I remember once that um. Vivian Richard said, uh, they, they, they asked him, you know, why you, why you like to pull the ball off from the off stump onto the leg side? In my book, that's, that's, that, I prefer the ball on the off side, keep it on the off side. He said why he does that when he used to be a kid in Antigua playing, he would hit the ball in the neighbor's yard and they wouldn't give the ball back. So he learned now from that not to hit the ball over that side. So all the balls he put on this side with the neighbors to give the balls back to him. I heard him say that once on the TV. That's why he likes right. to pull the ball from the offside to the leg. 
But but to but he, Simon, had, he did perfect to that, complete, that art. To complete to complete the joke now, who do you think had to retrieve the ball from that outhouse? <laughs> the <laughs> number eleven <laughs> man. <laughs> had to be no. the guy number eleven. <laughs> it, it's me. I had, to, I had to do that, man. In yeah, order for us to have the game the next day. And yeah, we call it a latrine. <laughs> and a friend in, in Canada reminded me how we used to have to, because we had one ball that we, we got from the tennis. We had to play tennis. We just got that rubber ball and you gotta protect we, that. that ball is hit in the, the latrine. It's thrown in the latrine. Somebody has got to retrieve it. And I, I was foremost <laughs> to have to retrieve that ball, Simon, so you understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Mr. Price, right. let me ask you something. What you are the number 12. Hold? The number 12 has to get it. <laughs> somebody hold your foot and put it through the hole and your hand go all the way down? Yeah. yeah. We, won't go, we won't go there, Virgil. Let's, yeah. Let's, 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 we, let's get back. We got to have a game the next day, man. Let's get back to the yeah. match in hand. At hand. Joyce, this... This one is for you know, home, when we were playing cricket home as young boys growing up in West Indies, you play, we used to make a, a bat from the coconut branch. Coconut bow, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, so, then right. you have no pads or nothing, the ball hits you on your, on your shin, and you're rubbing your shin, I still have to go to play. When I went to England, I see all the kids in the schools playing with pads and this, and I say England should have the best cricketers in the world. They have all the equipment. I never would put on a pair of pads all the time I'm playing cricket. I get hit on my shin all the time. <laughs> you have to learn to protect your feet. <laughs> I, this is where we call for order, according to the uh, right. gentleman in the parliament. I see yeah. the under-19 Women's World Cup, uh, Justin. This should uh, appeal to you. The inaugural date is set for January 2023 in South Africa. Eleven full member nations are confirmed as automatic qualifiers. These are Australia, Bangladesh, England, India, Ireland, New Zealand, South Africa, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, West Indies, and Zimbabwe. An additional okay. five teams an additional five teams will qualify from ICC regions of Asia, East Asia, Pacific, Europe. Africa. USA okay. will USA will qualify as the only team in the Americas region simply because there aren't any other team the United States get a walk on. So there okay. are six teams in Asia region Qatar, Thailand, Bhutan, Malaysia, Nepal, UAE. The two teams in East Asia Pacific, Indonesia, Papua New Guinea. Two teams in Europe Scotland and Netherlands, nine teams in Africa, Botswana, Malawi, Mozambique, Namibia, Nigeria, Rwanda, Sierra Leone, Tanzania, and Uganda. So, Joyce Nutt, can you tell us what's the, um, you know, the preparation going like for the United States under-19 women? Do you have any information on that for us? Information, I have some information. Uh, recently, they went to San Vincent, uh, the USA, um, they won that game there. Mm-hmm. 
So those are the same girls I think we're going to have in U19 to play. Oh, okay. All right. Hoping. Uh, mm. they're, still, uh, they're still working on that, I should say. Okay. okay. And, and right now we are going to collect and pay your passage to be one of the umpires over there. How is that? I'll send you as an umpire. Me, you me as an umpire? I, I don't have the certification for umpires yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I can do that, but <laughs> no, 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 woman from um anywhere in South America. Uh, South America comes under the Americas, and I think uh, America, United States is the only uh, team in the Americas region with with an under-19 women's team at the moment. So playing over there, but I guess they're not plenty of under-19. Under-19. They're not up to scratch yet. So it it will come. All right. Where, where is, 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 is Donna? Does Donna have anything to throw in on that one? Donna? Anything to throw in on that? No, not no? at this point. Not at this point. All right. Thank you, Donna. Okay. Some tidbits. Some tidbits. Um, we've got the Vitality Blast. It's interesting to note that West Indian player Obed McCoy bagged 5 for 33 in 40 overs for the Sussex team that he's playing for. This is the Vitality mm-hmm. Blast, which is a T20. So he grabbed, and then Carlos Brathwaite, uh, he was not out uh, 28 and 0 for 29 in 20 overs, bowling for, I think he was bowling for the Leicester or the Birmingham Bears, one of those two teams. And as we spoke of Narayan earlier, so, so, so those can't be T20. Because they you said T20. like 20. They vitality no, blast. Bowling 40, bowling 40 overs. I didn't say 40. If I said that, then you misheard or I misspoke. Um, oh, uh, maybe I thought, I, Okay. T20, he got in four overs. Me, if I said 40. Four, yeah, I should have, have said 40. Four. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. I said zero for four. Zero yes, for 20. My apologies. I miss. I misspoke. Okay. It, it took that five for thirty-three in four overs for Sussex. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, in uh, sorry, Narayan actually scored fifty-two runs. And our good friend Kieran Pollard managed twelve not out. And an interesting piece: Dominic Drake's West Indian all-rounder signed with Yorkshire as a short-term replacement for Shadab Khan in the Vitality Blast series. I think mm-hmm. Khan, for some reason, uh, was not available, so he was uh, hauled into uh, full Short-term replacement. Yeah. As a re- short-term replacement. And in Obit, in Hampshire's next, Sussex next match, in the T20, Obit McCoy managed one for 52 runs. I, you know, the... Well, this time. Yeah, yeah, he got a little stick this time around. So That's sometimes, you know. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Has anyone of you heard of the? Um... Go ahead. Somebody has something to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about no. what about the series Afghanistan and Zimbabwe? You you want to touch on that? Go right ahead. You've opened the door. So All right. So th- there's a series with uh, Zimbabwe and Afghanistan. They're, they'll be playing three ODIs and three T20s. 
and the first ODI was played and um, Afghanistan scored 276 for five in the 50 overs and Zimbabwe in return um, scored the only managed 216 so Afghanistan beat Zimbabwe by 60 runs so Afghanistan mm-hmm. is up and up yep beating beating up on Zimbabwe well they're still two matches in the ODI series to go and then they'll move on to the T20 internationals, three T20 internationals. But they are up at the moment, uh, one to nil, one zip. Very good. Okay. Um, so, Dennis? Yes, ba- listening. Go ahead. Bangladesh tour of the West Indies will commence on the 16th of June. Okay. And they will play two test matches, yes, three ODIs you. and three T20s. Jan- Wait a moment. June yeah, sixteenth to July sixteenth. You did mention that before. Yes, yes. Bangladesh yes. will play. Yes. Yeah, and uh, they'll be playing in. Uh, well, it starts. That test match starts at ten a.m. Antigua time, nine a.m. Jamaica time. Yeah. That's the first test, June the sixteenth yeah. to the twentieth. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but the West Indies would not be in in Pakistan too to play those um, limited uh, overs no. matches as well. It's when no, I don't think they. Uh, let me look it up. It's unlikely because yep. they're, they're in Pakistan on the 8th and they're playing, what, yeah. three, three, um, let me grab that. Well, what happened, three, most, of, most of those players, most of those players that play in the ODI test don't really play in, in the test match. The test match, so, yeah. No, yeah. So okay. They, they can continue concurrently, can run concurrently. Currently, okay. That's, okay. that's true. Okay. All right. That's, that's that. Gentlemen, anybody caught the um, USA Tri Tri Nation Series? United States, uh, Scotland and against United, Scotland. United States, Scotland and UAE. They had a Tri Nation Series mm-hmm. down there in Texas at Mackenzie's uh, near Mackenzie's house. In the first <laughs> match, there were mm-hmm. three. Three teams and they played each other twice, and it turned out the series were tied. That series, United States won. No tied. United States won two matches. Scotland won two matches, and the United Arab Emirates won two matches. That was the sum <laughs> of it. You know, USA scored on the first match. They scored 310, and Scotland 206. And in the second match, Scotland scored 300 and USA 189. So that was mm. uh, 1-1. And then in the third match, UAE what, what? scored... Mm. Go ahead. No, I was asking what was the tiebreaker? Uh, well, it's not done yet. You say tiebreaker. Uh, there there were just six matches. Okay. Six each side. Okay. Uh, then in the third match, United Arab Emirates played Scotland and United Arab Emirates was beaten by Scotland in the third match and in the fourth match United Arab Emirates played the United States and the United States won 203 to UAE 204 to um, United States United States 204 for 6 204 for Mm -hmm. 6 correct and Mm -hmm. in the fourth the fifth match Scotland won 71 and United Arab Emirates 172 for five. 
And in the final match, it was United States 198 and UAE, a convincing trashing 200 for two. So in only 40 overs, 40 overs. In, yeah, it, it, it leaves me wondering, you know, if the United States will be able to live up to the promise. They've opened the door. And we think that they might be in with a chance, but if they fared so badly in this instance against the UAE, I'm just uh, I'm just wondering if they will be able to, um, you know, walk the walk. You know, they've talked the talk. Uh, uh, a quick question for you, Dennis. You said yeah. um, United Arab Emirates made yeah. 202 for two. Uh, yeah, 200, in one of the yes, matches. For yeah. Two. yeah. Yeah. Okay. What what were the ball in there with um, breadfruit? But the series continue, Dennis, because right the eighth eighth of this month, um, United States will be playing Oman. Then okay. then on on the ninth, Oman will be playing Nepal. Then okay. Nepal play United States on the on the eleventh, and okay. on the twelfth. Uh, Oman play United States again. Then apart. Then it, it, the whole series continues. The, the whole and, series. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Okay. I, on, I only had those up to the eight, the the, four, the sixth the match in that series. So thanks for yeah. um, pointing out the upcoming matches. I will look out for that to see if I can yeah. keep abreast of what's going on in that uh, order. So it's so, going to be another round of just six six matches, just like that. You know, yeah, and then okay. different different six match series. Yeah. All right, I appreciate that very much. So it's so, cricket all year round now then, cricket all year it round. Is, it mm-hmm. is cricket all year round, and it will have consequences, but that's for another day to um, discuss. But a very sad piece of news that came across here is that a South African, a young South African player, he was, uh, he, he was in the um, a South African on the 19 team, and now playing in uh, cricket in the United Kingdom. Uh, his name is uh, um, Mondli Kumalo, and he apparently was involved in some kind of an altercation with uh, someone after a night out at a pub in England, and he ended up being assaulted, and now he has been placed in an induced coma because his injuries wow. are so severe, severe. He, has suffered, mm-hmm. he has suffered bleeding on the brain and has had two operations thus far. And that is a really sad state of affair that a young man away from home playing cricket yeah, goes for a night out. Uh, apparently, law enforcement has arrested a 27-year-old person in connection uh, with this assault, which was reported in Crick Info. It is really, really a sad, sad situation and a very sad state of affairs. So, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. Oh, All right, God. well, we're running out of time. Let's see if we can get uh, our last minute uh, uh, goodbyes. We'll start with Donna. Are you listening, Donna? Let's have your, you know, final words before we wrap up. We've got about seven minutes. Are you still with us, Donna? Okay. Goodbye, my love. 
All right. Donna's not listening. Uh, Jasna? Yes, I'm uh, here. We're, Good yeah, evening, your final, everybody. Your final yeah, thoughts. Be Thank safe you. and take care of yourself. And there's a great show again. I'll see you all next Sunday. And I enjoy being with you all. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. All right. And uh, we will... Uh, okay, Virgil, your final words? Virgil? Virgil. Sorry about that. I was away from the phone for a little bit. Um, mm, I just want to say good night to each. Yeah, good night to each and every one of the panelists, and good night to everyone all over the world who listening to us tonight. I'm looking forward to talk to you again next week. Good night. All right. right. Thank you. Uh, uh, Leon, I thought I heard your voice back there. Yes, yes. I just want to, before the panelists go, I just want to just thank each and everyone who has sent words of comfort and condolences and whatever. I was thrilled. I was overwhelmed. And we want to thank you on behalf of the family. We thank you in, uh, immensely. It meant so much to us. And up to a moment ago, we have been getting tributes from, from folks around the world. Finally, I just want to remind the folks that we'll have another uh, service. This will be a memorial service in Miami on July the 2nd. July the 2nd will be the second of two services. The one yesterday came off with the band, and we are hoping to make the presentation as well, as good as the one we had yesterday. Uh, for a good person has left us, and just want to say goodbye, and rest in peace, my dear wife Eunice. God bless you. You have made me, and I sure God has such a place for you to work miracles for his people who are skeptical. Thank you. Dennis, wonderful show. Enjoyed it. And Audley, I hope the others do the same as I did. Audley, your final thoughts? Yes, sir. Uh, also enjoy hmm. the program. If I can say so myself, uh, yeah, I love the interaction and, um, you know, when we have fun, a lot of fun in, in the program this evening uh, while giving Pastoral information, right? So we just want to say thanks again, and once again, Mr. Francis, or, or um, you know, condolences and commiserations are with you, and um, just continue to hold up. I, 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 I love the way you know this evening program. You're lighthearted and stuff like that. You know, uh, you know, I, I, I love it. But I, I know in the back of your, your, your head. Um, knowing that you'll be celebrating an anniversary this Saturday and so forth. But, you know, hey, you, we just want to say, hey, we are with you, man. We're with, just give a call mm-hmm. whenever, you know. Just give a call yes, whenever sir. we'll be here all along, right? So, okay, so sorry, Mr. McKenzie, we didn't hear you this evening. Hope you are doing well, right? Mm-hmm. And as I go now, let's say, leave a word with you. Remember when you set your goal, the main thing that fuel goals are the fuel in the furnace of achievement if you don't set a goal then you'll be just kicking around aimlessly you have to set a goal and then aspire and work hard towards it brian tracy tells us that so see you next week god willing we'll talk again 6 to 9 p.m have a great week thank you 
Thank you, Audrey. Simon, great final show. Thoughts? Great show. Great show, Mr. 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 Dennis. Mr. Great, 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 great yes, Great show, Mr. Dennis, and all the panelists. It is such Thank a pleasure you. being on the show with you. Gentlemen and ladies who know the game so well, much, much more than I do, I come on the show every Sunday and learn something new, and it's always a pleasure being on the show with men who, and ladies who know the game so well. Thank you so much. I've learned so much from you. Have a wonderful week, all. Everyone be safe. And once again, for Leon, our prayers are with you. Have a wonderful Thanks. evening, and see you back on the radio, as Mr. McKenzie would say, next week, Sunday, yes. on the radio. Have a wonderful week, all. Good night. Thank you. And we'll give uh, Thank you. Donna, Donna one final attempt, if you're oh, there, Donna. Yes. Final word? Your final I word before we go? I just want to say that I, I missed the first part of the program, so I did not realize that we had a death for Leon, oh. so I would like to extend my condolences. I was, yes. like, shocked mm-hmm. to Leon and to his family and the passing okay. of his beloved wife. wife. Yes, yes I'm, I'm shocked. Okay. I didn't realize that she was that ill. Thank you, yes. Donna. So, nice um, show as usual for the part that I listened to. Uh, and hopefully, I probably would be back with you next week, God's willing. Thank you. We look forward to having you back with us next week. And my okay. final word, my final word for Leon, we will go off in the words of this song. Take it. Good night. Talk to you all again next week. See you. Set your timer. Good night for now with this beautiful rendition for you and Leon. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dennis.
see you next time. Good night, all. Good night, all.